What are we at? Yeah, episode 14. Episode 14. Yeah. Any, any the famous Sam players? Darnold episode. Oh, how fitting. How fitting. Yeah, welcome to episode 14 of the Saratobi Sports Pods, as JT said, the Sam Darnold episode, number 14, can't even say Ginger Jesus anymore, but um, I tell you what, this, this episode is going to go the exact opposite of um the Jets playing the Dolphins. Uh, it's me, John, I'm here, still nicknameless, um, I'm well rested and ready to go, excited, I feel like a player getting ready for game day while I'm here just to listen to JT. I'm probably not even going to talk that much tonight. I'm here. I'm ready. We got Miles Francesa to my right. For a long time. You know For a long time. It's the Pope. Um, And then we have... Oof. Oof. Damn. I don't mm-hmm. even... We got... Uh, we have it's just Justin Thomas here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got I got one for you guys because I always come. I I think I'm I'm, I'm what is it? I think I missed one week, but I feel like I'm a 13 week strong with a new name. Yeah, no, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. All right, it's it's a good one. Uh, Let's hear it. Pen bias. Pen bias. Okay. okay. Giving a yeah. nod to the uh, the late Len bias. Rest in peace. Out. Right. Yeah. I'm with it. I was about yeah. to make a cocaine joke, but let's not. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> this guy is awful. <laughs> Yo, that's so John. Oh, man. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. And Bitch. just like that, we have our title. Maybe. I don't know. We got like four working yeah, titles. We got a couple right that can go, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm mad at it. Oh, boy. But first of all, Let's get right into it, y'all. So, oh yes. Thankfully, the Astros didn't win the World Series, but yeah. unthankfully, <laughs> Kurt Suzuki was up in the White House acting a damn fool. Wearing yeah, that we were all rooting for you. We were yeah. all rooting for you, and they did this. They did tomfoolery. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a very interesting dynamic in sports when it when it comes to going to the White House and you know people's personal opinions. Of, reflected on it more so now than ever i guess because of you know who's in all such a divisive leader yeah absolutely so i think it's kind of dope how like sports sports bring that out and like it what's even crazier to me is that last year the red sox who who won who won the world who won the world series they opted not to go as a team which is like very surprising and in, in especially, in a t- especially for a Boston team, yeah, not mm. and not even just that. It's just the fact that like the in the in the MLB, that's a it's a white dominated sport for the most part. Like yeah. the the main people of color aren't even like of African American descent that are in the league. You know, yeah. Shout um, out to um, the Red Sox last year for not being as white as most teams. And doing yeah. But it made but it made sense. Well, that's what's the interesting thing about that, right? Last and year you made think, more sense le- because Alex Cora. Is uh was Dominican descent, right? Puerto Rican, huh? Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Uh, but the Nationals manager is also Spanish descent. Yeah, Dave Martinez. Dave Martinez. So I was actually surprised 
you know, I thought it was going to be the same thing that they wouldn't, you know, go. But hey. it might have been, you know, my 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 take on it is that maybe it was a higher up opinion, um, not opinion, but maybe it was a higher up decision. Decision that made him go. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of one of one of those things. And yeah. even so, last year maybe maybe what what happened is most of the players probably declined to go. This year, out of the the players on the on the twenty five man roster, only five of them didn't want to go between uh, Sean Doolittle and a couple others. He was the one who had the really good statement, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was him with the the dude with the glasses. Yeah. And even even more surprising, like I'm surprised that like how Howie Kendrick went, you know, that's like and he was he was he's the main black player on the team that was really putting in work. So that's surprising, but you Yeah, know. but he also I mean, I don't know shit about Howie Kendrick, but he kinda seemed like he grew up with some bumpkins. Hey man, maybe. I don't know. But it's just it's just very interesting, um, in regards to athletes going to the White House in this in this climate of the of the United States, because you can see that, like the Warriors, they didn't go. I, I feel like there hasn't been an NBA team to go to the the, the White House since uh, Obama was in office. The Raptors mm. didn't go. Raptors uh, didn't go. I don't uh, remember. Them oh going. wait, but they, that wouldn't even make sense. Well, no, but they didn't because they're they're a Canadian team, so they yeah, went to right. the, their prime oh, minister yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> the brown yeah, that's, face. Yeah, that's that's actually mad. We was all rude for you. But um, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, but you know what's you know what's really funny about that is that you ever you see like how the people like when when there's backlash about like oh uh, this team's not going and then you have all the the you know they they don't want to admit it but you know the closet Trump supporters are like oh team should it's it's an honor and a privilege to go to the White House and all this other stuff honestly I don't think it was really that big a deal until people stopped going. But uh, yeah, until people stopped going, it was just like, okay, teams go, but it's not like this big grand thing. There's more, there's more focus on the parade. Like ESPN covers the parades yeah. of these teams. Honestly, I didn't even know that the, the nationals were going to the, to the white house that day. Yeah. I really didn't like, I, you never know. You just happen to see, oh, this such and such team went to the white house. Oh, that's cool. I, I feel like it also doesn't happen this soon. Like they're literally mm -hmm. A week out from just winning, winning the World Series, and they already like went to the White House. Was, it was an, it was immediate. Yeah, yeah I'm, go, I'm going to DC um this weekend, and yeah. I expected it to uh, be closer to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a but, very, um, it was a it was a it was a very quick turnaround. Yeah. But um, it's just like I like I said, it's very it's very interesting. Um, whether whether or not uh, like players decide decide to go, or whether the um teams go teams go or not, and who decides to go, you know. Um, but anyhow, the Nationals won won the World Series. My my boy Strasburg got that uh World Series MVP. Definitely deserved it. He's gonna yeah, get paid. Man. Him and Rendon are gonna get paid craziest offseason. I'm kind of excited for that. And Cole too. Oh, and Garrett Cole, depending on where he go. Hopefully Let's the Yankees hope the sign him. But, him. Yeah, or Strasburg. I would I would like Strasburg too. But how old is Strasburg? Uh. 30, 31, but I think Garrett Cole's the same age. If no, not, if he's 30, I'm fine. Yeah. He's if not, he's like 33 to 34, then I'm a little. Yeah. I, or Strasburg might actually be younger than that because he got drafted in on he got drafted in 09. So maybe hmm. yeah, he was the first overall pick in, in 09. So maybe he maybe he's younger. Actually, let's fact check this right now. I'm gonna check right now. He's 31. Oh, he's 31. Okay. Yep. He just turned 31. Uh in July. On July, yeah, he just turned 31. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Cole's the same age, too. But 
Any is there any other MLB news? No, nah, that's basically about nope. it, right? Um, I mean, aside from yeah, the nope. Yankees not picking up mm. Didi's, um, D, D, oh yeah, his uh, like, uh his, his contract. Uh, I don't know. Of Chapman. I feel like we all kind of said it after the way this year went. Yeah, and we all kind of predicted who was going to be resigned, who wasn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I think honestly, as the as the MLB offseason goes on, we'll learn more. But I, I mean, moves like this. I mean, for all we know, they could resign them. This yeah, I was thinking about a, that too. It'd yeah, just be a way like, to, to to move the money around. You know, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I that's what that's what I feel like is going to happen because I think seventeen and a half million. That's a lot for Didi at this yeah. point, anyway. I feel like he's he's a good enough player that can get money somewhere. You know. But I feel like it's going to come down to his relationship with the team and management. And then, you know, if he wants to go after the, like, you know, if he wants to really just go get his bag or if he wants to, um, you know, stay with this team that he's built such great chemistry with, you know what I mean? I still think the A's believe in him to an extent. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be the, if the price is right at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, is it, that, that should be it for baseball, right? Definitely. And yeah, then we are retiring baseball. Yep, that's it. No moss. That's it. Until the Yankees sign Garrett Cole, and then we'll yep. go on go on a fan rant. Yep, we're gonna go straight. Just just inject the diet coke into my veins. That's a fact. But anyhow, on to the NFL. Um, first first and foremost, I just want to say that me and John told y'all niggas the Ravens was about to win this bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy they really violated the Patriots because one for two reasons. One, I was going against the Patriots defense in fantasy, and they only put up four points. And two, yo, they got humble real quick. What was it, what was it that you said, John? Take a slice of that humble pie. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers called the Aaron Rodgers. He said they took a slice of that humble pie. That's right, bro. That's that's what they need. That's honestly what they needed. But you know the good, the crazy thing about with the Patriots is that now they're going into their bye week, so they got time to um, figure it out at least. But at the end of the day, the Ravens are—I think we can say that the Ravens are a legitimate squad right now. Yes, sir. The Marcus Peters trade was big. Think about—we did that to the Patriots team, and that's after like we lost Tony Jefferson. You know what I mean? Like, it's great. Like, it's that the game was a great game. Like for, I'm so glad it was a prime time game, and you know Lamar's getting that national stage, bro. Yep. People just like a sports nation tweet, bro. How many, how many retweets till we can flex the Ravens for every prime time game? Yep, Lamar is must see TV. I'm glad y'all got to see it, and it's just like that game from football standpoint is great because first half, like Ravens coming out super strong, then the mistakes and like the turnovers and. Patriots battling right back and it was such good back and forth. Even to the second half, like the that hurry up was was you know, it takes out part of the re- reason why the Ravens defense has been good for so long is they always have great depth and they always find these other picks and no name guys and people that they make money in that defense. And when you're running a hurry up and you can't run your subs and you can't do all of that, you know, and it's like working. It, you saw the effects there, but you know playmakers make plays. That's what Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. Playmakers make plays, and I think um, I was reading some quotes from like um, before we came on about uh, some how people were talking about the game, Ravens players and stuff like that, and talking about Lamar especially, especially after um, he got MVP chance and all that. I get into that a bit later, but um, yo, Willie Sneed said it best, bro. Like, there's nothing like you can't prepare for Lamar Jackson like that. He's a game breaker. 
Like you're talking about Bill Belichick, the man, like the most prepared man in the NFL, and there's nothing he can do. Walked into Lamar's house and got pieced by 17 points. That's it. There's, there's, nothing. and they put up 37. Well, technically mm-hmm. they put up 30 because that the defense scored uh, yeah. six. My son Marlon, yeah, scoop. But scoop um, yeah, bro, he's, he's. That's it. Like, no, I don't want to hear shit about Lamar not being a quarterback because he's and, and they pulled up good numbers too where they were like yo like most of his pass attempts are in the pocket like it's more than double than him like scrambling or trying to do things on the run like his he wants to be a pocket passer and you know he's definitely showing like uh, that that pass he had to mark andrews in the third like mm-hmm. that was a dime like you're yeah. putting it up to only where he can get it and you're letting him make the play and he's a good like player that's gonna do that so um, you know, he definitely made things happen on the ground, but like like we said, we've been talking about on this podcast, Patriots first real team. Yeah, and I, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think contender. we don't need to go bug out and talk about the Patriots being trash or anything like that. But you know, now you take that defense with a grain of salt, and now they're going into the really hard part of their schedule because they're going to be playing real teams for the most part. Oh, you know, that's now. a fact. They play. They play the cow. They play the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and I want to say the Chargers all in back to back to back weeks after they come from their bye. So they got a lot of tests coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? But my main thing with this game is that from my my biggest fear wasn't their defense because I knew their defense was going to get tested. Obviously, the Ravens' offense is one of the best, if not the best, in the league right now between passing and running. Um. But it's the Patriots offense that really, you know, that it really it really is like I feel like it should it should be better. And I don't want to blame Tom Brady because, you know, it's it's Tom Brady at the end of the day, but they just don't look um cohesive as an offensive unit. And maybe that during this um bye week they'll take time to figure it out. But you can just you can just see like you he like Brady has Brady has weapons and even though the Ravens are a good team, you would think that they would, they would, they wouldn't have dug themselves in such deep of a hole. And part of the reason why is because they couldn't do anything off yeah. on the offensive part of the, on the offensive. Sanu was a big pickup. He would definitely, definitely was. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I feel like I'm worried about about the Patriots' offense. I think their defense will figure it out because they have the the, the pieces. But the offense, even though they have the pieces, they're just not cohesive right now. Mm-hmm. You should be worried about the offense. And I feel like we've been saying this like even last year. Like, um, especially in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady has looked more average. Um, and, you know, father times comes for all of us, but you, this is a team that the defense has been carrying. And I feel like um, yesterday it definitely showed it where the defense can't contain this offense, which honestly I don't know how anyone can right now, to be fair. Um, but the, your offense got to try and pick it up. And Tom Brady is the GOAT, you know what I mean? We know he's a special quarterback. But he hasn't been looking all that special, and he he didn't look all that sharp last night. And I agree, they do have the weapons. But I'm missing in the beginning. It's still like he's only just got Sanu. Sanu is a great pickup. Um, I'm really happy for him because Hawk <laughs> Hawk's looking real rough, and I think you know he's a great receiver. So um, it's just building that trust. But who's it? I think it was Chris Collinsworth who was like actually said something useful and was like, "Yeah, like it doesn't seem like Tom Brady is trusting." his receivers right now like you know what i mean um to start the game and yeah it's just really what, what's going to turn out because when they're when these patriots like as good as the demons have been like we previously mentioned 
they haven't played against good teams. So when they're playing against those good teams, the offense is going to have to pull their weight as well if they want to keep winning these games. Yeah. Well, and then to go back, you see what the offense did against a good defense. I mean, the Bills game that the Patriots offense only scored one offensive touchdown. The right. other score in the game came off of a special teams block. So, and Brady didn't look that good. Yeah, I think he only threw for like 150 yards that game too. So it's it's interesting to see when you pull the veil away, not to say the Patriots are a bad team. I still think they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're just not as good as people think. And it's not their fault. Yes, I get it. You can only play who's on the schedule. But if you look at it, they're playing against literally bums, Redskins, Jets, Giants, uh, Dolphins, Browns. Um, it's not their fault, but, you know, as I've been saying this all year, this is the, the legendary defense that people kept going on about. I mean, context matters. I mean, you're not, I mean, P- on ESPN and stuff, they were having like literally comparisons between them and like the 85 bears and like all these other, and like, and, and like the, uh, the 2000s Ravens. And I'm like, bro, those teams, they they were doing it. And these are people that get paid to talk about this. But I'm like, yo, those teams played good teams. They didn't have cakewalks teams that are tanking. Mm -hmm. You know, that wasn't even a thing back then. And the Ravens offense was worse. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. I'm about to say like 85 bears. There was no such thing as a mobile quarterback like Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's what I'm saying. But even, all right, but now let's put it into perspective though. Cause even with, with their defense, Lamar Jackson is a one of a, one of a kind quarterback. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's probably the way that he is as a quarterback is some, is something like we've never seen before. And we probably will never see again. So I'm not taking anything Oh, like I'm not trying to, you know, discredit the, the Patriots defense, but Lamar is just that good. Like he's really just that great of a playmaker that like there's nothing you can do to really prepare for him. Bro, Maybe. that first down run in the fourth. Yeah. Like he really like Lamar really is is, is a movie. You know what? What quarterback? What NFL quarterback has a juke tape? Bro, he bro, Lamar is shifting. That's active bro. right now. None. What? None. Like, None. come on, bro. Like the last person I can remember that was shifty like that was Cap at P Cap, but he wasn't this shifty. And yeah, and Cap, and then, Cap was and more then, of like a fucking gazelle. It was yeah, also was, fine. That I would one say team would be I would say Vic more than yeah. anybody. Michael Vick is probably. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, before 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 Cap be Vic. It literally looks like he's like. It, it looks like how I would be snapping my nephew's ankles if I'm playing in the backyard with them. Yep. Like the way he does it. Like it's or like so when you're a camp counselor. Yeah, like you're playing against a bunch of kids, and you're just like, "Yo, you don't want this." Dunking on the little kids on yeah. the mini court, like that's that's what it looks like, and it's so wild, and I love it, man. It's so entertaining, like the mundane, like it's it really is must see TV. I'm glad he's getting a shine. Um, I don't think he'll win it, um, but he definitely should be in the MVP talk. I agree, I agree with the way um the the way that offense is moving the. The, that's it. He is a game breaker. Playmakers make plays, and that's all he was doing, man. You know, um, I think what's what's really great, which is uh, kind of flown under the radar, is how we can really have a conversation and sit back and think about, all right, who's the best quarterback in the league right now? And maybe your first two to four guesses would be black quarterbacks. Because if I had to rank the best quarterbacks right now, right, I'm going. Russ is my number one. Yeah, I'll put Mahomes, barring injury aside, right? Yeah. Before he got hurt, he was he was balling. Mahomes, Lamar's up there, and I feel Deshaun. like somebody who gets forgotten about is Deshaun. Deshaun. I was because say, he's been balling out too. I was about to say, and Deshaun is 
probably the most clutch out of well, maybe not Russ, but yeah. I think Deshaun is probably the most one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the league right now. I think um I, I think that if Russ wasn't having the season he is, Lamar would be higher in the MVP talk. Yes. Yeah. So like yeah. Russ but to I mean, me, it, like if he does that twenty two meltdown going forward for the rest of the season, like he should he should have this shit in the bag. Yep. Like <laughs> Yo, can you imagine? Like, just think of how crazy it is. We're through nine weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. He has twenty-two touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's max. <laughs> like he's in a Popovich offense right now. Like, right. That's like, I would say that's Aaron Rodgers level, but that's not even what. Like, that's yeah, that's crazy. Well, he's get well because I mean, what Aaron Rodgers' best year? I think he only threw three inter- He threw like thirty touchdowns and three interceptions. Yeah, that's. So that's, I mean, that's like that's that's so hard, but it's also kind of lucky too because you know sometimes you could throw an interception, it fall out of your receiver hands exactly. and get popped up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just like that's that's an incredible stat. Yeah, man. Wow. But um, oh, one interception. Who got that interception? Was it Earl? Oh, uh, it was Earl, and it got. Wow. It was Marcus, oh, it was Marcus Peters. Peters. It was Ravens. That was a pick six. That was a pick <laughs> yeah. six, right? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, um, man. But, all right. Sh- shall we uh, digress to the less glamorous side of the NFL? Or? Oh, please. Yeah, I gotta, we, we're going to save the best for last. So, we're just going to talk. We're, we'll just talk all about right. the Giants real quick. <laughs> so, here we go. I'm going to give y'all a minute on the Giants because there's really not much to say except for the fact that we can't stop big plays. That's what kills us every game. Every single game is the same thing. We gave up that the the forty yard touch touchdown to to Mark to Mark Cooper. We gave up that long touchdown to Gallup. Uh, Zeke kept breaking out for for big runs, and the problem is, is that it doesn't matter how good the defense plays throughout the throughout the game if we can't stop the big plays. If we limit the big plays, the game would probably stay within the realm of 16, 13, 16, 13, uh, 13, 13 12, like how how it was. Unfortunately. We couldn't we we couldn't do that. Um, I think that Daniel Jones is gonna have is he ball security is still is still bad, but he's young. You know, at this point, it, yeah. it's just it's just an accepted learning curve for Daniel Jones. Um, Saquon, so this is the second he, year that you worry. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, Sa- Saquon, um, he like he was re- basically a non-factor outside of that one really long long play, and it's not really his fault. He wasn't he wasn't getting the touches that I feel like he needed, but even when he was, he wasn't really impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, Jones needed to play better. Um, and I we we also had to take take advantage of of opportunities. My favorite, my my least favorite thing is when you see a kicker have four field goals like Alja Grossas did, right? Mm-hmm. 25, 26, 29, and 20, 28 yard field goals. That means that we're just not executing in that in the red zone. And if we turn to if we turn two of those two of those field goals into touchdowns, the game would have been a lot closer in the end, and we probably would have been playing, you know, for a bit harder because you think you know playing for a win. Right, we're playing for a win and not a loss. Um, but what I will say is that I think I I do think the defense is improving like a lot. Like even though the secondary is still man. DeAndre Baker's getting better. I mean, he got beat on the one play with Amari Cooper, like I said, with the big plays. But outside of that, he Amari Cooper's. Yeah, Amari it's Amari, it's Coop. Like I'm not, you know, 
he's gonna he's gonna get one. He's gonna do what he got to do. But overall, though, the secondary was better. Um, but that's my take on the Giants right now. Uh, we play the Jets next week, so <sighs> praying for another one. Yeah, Leonard Williams is gonna have six sacks. Oh, is this two is this, um, strip sacks? Is this my cue? Um, <laughs> any any less thoughts of the Giants? Let's make sure everything's. Cause I feel like you covered it pretty well. Yeah, no, nah, I think that I, I really think that's everything. Um, Pat Shermer was was Pat Shermer, like, and it, it is it, it is what it is at this point. I I don't think that he's gonna end up getting fired after this season, which is okay with me. Um, I think after next year or like if midway through next season we're we're still bad, then I think that's when he might get it. But we'll see. So, yeah. All right. Um, I I think it's time. You know what? I feel like LeBron James when he was on the the Cavs and in the Heat. Just give me the powder because I'm throwing it up right now. All right. First off, J-E-T-S, right? The chant is J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. And it will be like that until we get a change of everything. And it starts at the top, all right? It starts at the top. The Johnsons, right? The Johnsons. First off, we have Woody Johnson, who wants to be playing, you know, politician because he got sent to England in 2017 by none other than President Trump to go be the ambassador to Britain. What does this guy know about foreign affairs? Absolutely nothing. What does he know about football? Absolutely nothing. Who did he leave in charge? His brother, Chris Johnson. Who knows what about football? That's right. You guessed it. Absolutely nothing. Not a a damn thing. thing. This team has been a dumpster fire for the past 10 years. People, I am a proud sports fan. I have loyalty up the wazoo. Just look at the teams I root for. The last time I saw the Jets in the playoffs was 10 years ago, right? That was led by Mark Sanchez. But let me just show you the ineptitude of the Jets, right? Rex Ryan goes to -to back-to-back AFC Championship games. Right? Two straight years. What happens after that? The Jets bring in John Nidzik as GM. John Nidzik doesn't like Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan doesn't like John Nidzik. What happens? The Jets suck the next two years. Guess who gets fired? You guessed it. Rex Ryan. Then the Jets don't consult John Nidzik as to who they should bring in as coach. They do it by committee. And who do they bring in? My guy, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles doesn't get along with John Nidzik. Guess who gets the boot? John Nitzik. In steps, Mike McCagnin. Did Todd Bowles have a say in the Mike McCagnin? Absolutely not. And we all see, after that 10-win season in the first year, how that worked out. Todd Bowles gets the boot. Then, here's where it gets great. Mike McCagnin runs the Jets draft. Mike McCagnin runs the Jets free agency. Mind you, a free agency where they had $100 million to spend, where they got Le'Veon Bell and they got C.J. Mosley. Oh, yeah. And did I mention that a year ago, they spent $72.5 million on Trumaine Johnson, a cornerback from the L.A. Rams? Hmm. Now, you would think, looking at his stats from the past six years, sorry, five years, all right, this is a great signing. Oh, my gosh. And you have Jamal Adams. You have Marcus May in there. I mean, oh, they were talking about New Jack City as their, their secondary. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Wrong. 
Tremaine Johnson is a bum. He's a bona fide scrub. I mean, all disrespects. I don't care. He is garbage. <laughs> he was garbage last year, and somehow he became even more garbage this year. Crazy. Like, he was actually benched in a game. They benched him in a game because he was that bad. He didn't start a game this year because he was that bad. Now it brings me to the whole Jets defense. Boy, it sure does suck when all your linebackers get hurt. First in the preseason, Avery Williamson. We had Brandon Copeland, who was serving a six-game suspension. C.J. Mosey decided to, you know, strain his groin, which turned into something crazy. I never heard of anybody being out with the groin for, for, for two months. I mean, but, yeah, Jets, Jets, Jets training staff, right? Their medical staff. Hmm. Then we go to the offensive line. The supposedly best pick in the draft, best player in the draft, Quentin Williams, picked at number three, got his first sack of the season literally this past Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. Leonard Williams got traded to the Giants. You know why? Because he's a bum. I'm a big Leonard Williams fan. He was drafted six overall a few years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, big cat. It's lit. He has done nothing since Muhammad Wilkerson and Sheldon Richardson left. Zero sacks this year. Zero sacks. Henry Who Anderson has been in that draft. What year is he drafted? All right, you 20... know what? Keep going. Keep going. I'll, I'll do this after. Okay. Um, who? Henry Anderson has been pretty much hurt and banged up this year. No show, right? We're literally bringing guys in off the street to play on this defense. The secondary. Oh, where do we even begin? Oh, we already discussed Tremaine Johnson and his garbageness. Daryl Roberts has played semi-decent, but even his semi-decent defense is decent is still garbage brian pool i don't even know what the hell he's doing right jamal adams marcus may i have no problems with them they actually show up to play every single day every game they show up to play i don't worry about them i worry about everybody else all the other dbs i don't need, like uh, uh, they annoy me and then you know uh, you know what really grinds my gears about defensive backs i know you guys can both attest to this when defensive backs make a play, they don't even really make a play. Let's say the quarterback overthrows the ball five yards to the receiver, right? Oh, look right. who's the first one celebrating, sticking his arms out, pumping his chest. The DB. Nigga, you ain't do anything. Sit down. That's why I was so like, Daryl Roberts did this in, in, in the Miami game, right? He got called for a crucial, a crucial game-turning pass interference call, right? One play on the goal line. He breaks up a slant. There he is, waving his arms. Excuse me, you're the reason why they're down there, sir. Hmm. Now we get to the offense. Oh, my gracious. You talk about fraudulent. Do you you want to talk about fraudulent? The fraudulence of this guy, Adam Gase, is tremendous. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm, I'm so I'm scared, guys. You know why I'm scared? Do you want to know why I'm scared? I'm scared because he's probably going to break Sam Darnold. I don't care what anybody says. I have seen enough of Sam Darnold to know he's going to be a good quarterback. But you know what? Why he's not going to be a good quarterback? As long as he has Adam Gase calling the place for him. It's ridiculous. Todd Bowles got more out of Sam Darnold last year, and, and Todd Bowles is the defensive coach. He's a defensive coach. And he got more out of Sam Darnold in his rookie year than Adam Gase is getting out of him this year. And yes, granted, our offensive line is atrocious. Oh my gosh, a wet floor sign, a mop, a broom, a bucket, and a dustpan could block better <laughs> than what we got on that offensive line right now. Brian, and, and, and got and so help me God, Brian Winters. If I see you in the streets, you run you gotta run me a fade. How dare you yell if at I Sam see you Darnold? In the streets, I'm gonna slap the shit out. How dare you yell at Sam Darnold because you guys messed up the snap count. He taps the center, even though Darnold is still calling out the plays, still running the hot roots. Taps the center, hike the ball, safety. And you got the nerve 
the nerve. First of all, you've been fraudulent all year as well. You're trash. And you got the nerve to yell at Sam Darnold. The tenacity. The, the unmitigated the, goal. The unmitigacity. Oh, my gosh. Right? So you can't block. You can't block this guy. Sam Darnold's seeing ghosts. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I'd be seeing ghosts, too, if, if I'd only had a second and a half to throw the ball and I got 700 defensive linemen. Not even. Dog, they're rushing three, and we still give up sacks. How? In what league? There are five offensive linemen on the line, right? Five. Sorry, if you rush right. three, that means that there's two people. That, double team. Yeah, somehow they're still getting through. Interesting. They were rushing so, three and getting sacks? They're rushing three and getting sacks. The, it's ridiculous. I want to blow my brains dolphins out. dolphins rushing any, three and getting any sacks? Any team. Any team. Any team. It's ridiculous. Me so that means... Uh, no, no, he's not done. You, oh, you you're not done. The, oh, I'm man. not. Oh, I'm not done. Ooh. Oh, that please, means you can't get. The, that means you can't get the ball to your playmakers, Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. Like Robbie Anderson was. I I, I said this. I think it was on our first podcast or the second podcast. I was like, Robbie Anderson's going to have a breakout year. I, I I know. If we go back in tapes, I remember saying Robbie yeah, Anderson no, breakout year. I remember this. Look at it. We were. He was in trade talks. They had this man in trade talks. But yes, take away Sam Reynolds' only deep. Deep, deep threat. Yeah, because that's gonna help him. That's gonna help him. I, I just, I just, I just don't get it. I, it's the, 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 this team is broken. This team is broken. This team has broken me. This team has broken Jets fans. It's ridiculous. It's been bad before as a Jets fan. It's never been this bad. And also, last thing, you know who's not getting a pass? Greg Williams. Greg Williams, you're supposed to be this highly touted defensive genius, and yet somehow you let Ryan Fitzpatrick. Marched down the field three consecutive times like it was nothing. That defense was Charmin soft. He ate you guys up. But no, no, no. All the onus goes on the quarterback, right? Sam Darnold had a good game aside from that one horrible interception. Yes, get it. Had a good game. Overshadowed. You know why? Because our defense can't make stops. Our offensive line can't block. Our defensive line can't get pressure. Our linebackers are getting shook out their shoes by tight ends, have some self-respect for yourself getting shook out of your shoes by a tight end from Penn State. The unmitigated, the, the audacity. I just, I just can't. And you know what's crazy? We're going to lose. We're going to lose to the Redskins. We're going to lose to the Dolphins again. We're going to lose to the Oh, my God. I hope Danny Dimes throws for 400 yards and four touchdowns next week. I do. I really do. Because at this point, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over this team. I'm sick of it. We'll try again next year. I'm done. Yo, okay. Um, <laughs> first things first, first, first. Um, I didn't really disagree with anything you had to say. Adam Gates just needs to get fired at this point. I think everybody's saying, "Yo, he's a first-year coach." Like, bullshit. He gotta go. He's not a first-year really coach, bro. He he was hired with a losing record. We've seen what he can do. It's just the, the like he just doesn't even. He just doesn't seem like he is capable of doing the job. Sam Donald is going backwards, and this dude is supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. Literally, all these this, these new breed of head coaches, they're all quote-unquote quarterback whisperers. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Sam Donald looks bad. Look, like, all right, like kind of like what Justin said, that one bad pick that he threw was really overshadowed everything. But at the end of the day, that's still – that it still happened. It, you know, like it, it's Sam Donald is taking steps, steps backwards. It looks like he's trying to do too much. And I don't know if it's that he don't got McCown to give him some better leadership 
or that's a whatever, good point. Whatever, that is a whatever, very good point. Whatever, whatever it may, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, if if Adam Gates is supposed to be as good with quarterbacks as as he as, as, as yeah as, as advertised, then I, I I don't I don't know. Then I, I think he Sam Darnold's not making any progress. I think I think he has to go. I think Gates has to go. If he doesn't go now, he has to go by the end of the season because this is just, how do you lose to a team that's not trying to win? Can, <laughs> can, can somebody please explain this shit to me? Because I'm really because yo last week I picked the Dolphins Dolphins to win. I didn't think the Dolphins was really gonna win. Well, fuck it, they they really won. How how do you, how do you lose to a team that's not trying to win? Um, it, does, um, it, it doesn't. Can somebody please answer that question for me? Like the, like the uh, it, it does. It really doesn't make make any sense, and the Jets are—they're just a hard team to watch. I, I feel uh, bad for y'all. Hard team to watch. For, Imagine yeah. rooting for this. Yeah. Imagine rooting say, for this nonsense. I feel I, like as fans, y'all deserve y'all deserve better. Y'all deserve better than Adam Gates. Y'all deserve better than how it, you know it's it's just crazy. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, Adam Adam Gates has to get fired for sure. Um, honestly, I need that. We need to like transcribe that rant and just um honestly if send it to one jet's drive. Please just send it to one jet's drive. Yeah, I I will. I will. (laughs) Um when I get the YouTube up and everything, we'll we'll get that out. Um I think um this I think you guys are in Nick's territory right now. Um and the only reason I I, I, those are badlands, by the way. Yeah, the only reason I say that is um I think it's time. Um, as as Andrew Schultz said, I'm pretty sure this was right after the Porzingis trade. Bring the flood. <laughs> just yeah, just burn it all down. Burn it all down. Start it over. Um, <laughs> I don't. At this point, shit. If you get the number one pick, just start it all over. Draft Tua. No, but Donald. see. But see, that's the thing, John. No, 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 it's no, a, no, you no. think it's so simple. You think no, it's no, just I simple. don't. I don't, Justin. When I say draft Tua and I say start over, I mean literally start over. I mean management, coaching, everything. Because most likely there's going to be a coach that's going to want Tua more than Sam Darnold. So that's the only reason why I say it. But literally, like this team needs this team needs to be cleansed. Like this franchise needs to be cleansed. The fans deserve better. Um, it's not gonna happen. Decision. It's it's not, and that's it's why not, it's, it's not to quote Nick Saban. It's not moment. gonna happen. So quit asking. <laughs> like it's John. It's it's not even not even Nick's territory. I'll do You're Browns better. territory. No, 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 no. We're not even. No, I'm not going. I'm not going to lie. We are the the Jets are in their own category right now. No, we are we are Redskins territory because we have ownership. Because Redskins fan, I feel bad for them because their owner doesn't care about them, and we are dangerously close to the Johnsons not giving a damn about Jets fans. They don't. They don't. If they did, they would. They 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 love to put their hands in it. They think they're Jerry Jones, and there's a difference between Jerry. And other owners. Jerry Jones actually kind of gets football. He actually kind of knows what's going on. So he like I I value Jerry Jones' opinion on football way more than a lot of other owners. The Johnsons think they're because they're owners, they think they're Jerry Jones and they think they have to say. That's the only reason why the Jets have been so inept in the front office because the ownership is like, oh, ownership fell in love with Adam Gase. 
That's the only reason why he got hired because Chris Adam Gates walks into the interview. The interview is being held by Chris Johnson, a guy who doesn't know football. This man and really he, swindled y'all. No, he, 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 he talked nice into him. He's like, hey, baby, let me whisper in your ear. And that's how he got the job. <laughs> and yeah, he, nah, he, he just said a whole bunch of sweet nothings, right? Sounded good to Chris Johnson, because what does Chris Johnson know about football? Absolutely nothing. Uh, while everybody else, Jets fans, analysts, you know, sports radio were saying, don't go at once Gase's name got flown out, don't go after Gase, go after McCarthy. You know, even Matt Rule's name was thrown out. Matt Rule would have been a great choice. You know why Matt Rule didn't get the job? Because Jets ownership wanted to pair him with Greg Williams. And Matt Rule was like, I only bring on my own staff. If I can't do that, I'm out. Jets were like, yeah, deuces. And now look what you got. You got a one in seven team that just lost to a team that is actively tanking. Yeah, no. Nah, that's yeah, crazy. Nah, that's... They, they were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl, too. They was pouring Gatorade on Brian Flores and everything. I mean, first crazy. win, man. First yeah. win. I mean, but God damn, bro. Y'all beat the Jets. They're the worst team in the league. Are you serious? You know what's crazy? Before before this past week, it was the, the Dolphins were the worst team in the league. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I mean, the Jets were actively the worst team in the league. Well, technically, if we're going off record, it's the Bengals now. But I, I'm still willing to but say I'm that. I'm still taking the Bengals over the Jets. No, I, I, Bengals, I Bengals, Bengals by 21. I don't like when they play them later this year. It's it's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, I can't even I can't even imagine what's going to happen with Ravens. Jesus, just tell Lamar to use some lube. That's all I ask. <laughs> like it's, honestly, it's, you it's, might just get RG three that game at this point. Probably, I honestly, if I was if if I was John Harbaugh, I would dead sit all the starters. Just don't even don't even risk injury. Like, just, I don't uh, I don't know what else to like There's nothing else yeah, to Yeah, no, there's said. nothing else to say. Like you, you I felt I felt your rant on a spiritual level and I'm not even a Jets fan. I'm just a sports fan who wants to see I just want to see my Jets fans be happy, man. You want to like, see good football. That's, that's all I would, that's yeah. Just good football. Like just even honestly, even if you guys had a season like the Lions where it's like you're being scrappy, things just aren't falling your way. Right but now, it's just this actively garbage. And see, that's the that's the thing. Last year, right, even though just finished four wins, they were in a lot of games. They just blew yeah. games down the stretch. They were up against on, on the Packers. They are up on the Dolphins. They are up on the. I, I, I believe we were in both. No, aside from the last Patriots, we were in the first Patriots game. Up on the Bills, like just in games. Competitive. These this Jets team is not competitive. It was a one score game on Sunday, and yet it felt like it was a it was a four score game. Like that's how inept this team is. That's how much they're draining. And Jets all over the place, man. Just between, end the season. J E T S. Just end the season. <laughs> just end. The season. Oh my god, that's great. Also, um, callback. Leonard Williams was taking sixth overall in the 2015 NFL draft. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a James. That was a Jamison Mariota draft. It was the Jamison Mariota draft. Um, if they wanted to go defense, they also could have picked Big Big Beasley. Todd mm. Gurley was also in that draft for going offense. Mm. Melvin Gordon was there as well. Um, hey, Mark Peterson there. Let's see, Bud Dupree, who's a really good linebacker on the Steelers, was there too. That was um well for Ravens fans. That was an infamous draft because that was Brashad Perriman. But um. He definitely, uh, Landon Collins was actually in that draft. He was in the second round of that draft. Yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you this know, was, uh, 
The Jets, the point blank period, the Jets are just dysfunctional franchise, uh, uh, a dysfunctional franchise. My unpopular yes, opinion is when it is that I think Jamal Adams had a right to be upset when he found out that he, oh, absolutely, that, that they was getting traded, especially that nobody gave him a heads up. What I didn't like is that he tried to use Tom Brady and um, who who else? Was, oh, and Aaron Donald as an Aaron example. Donald, yeah, I think he took it a little bit extreme there, but at the end of the day, he's right. He's the best player on the Jets, offense, offensively and defensively. Like he is the best player. He is their franchise player. Whatever you may say about you can't build a franchise around a safety or whatever. End of the day, he's the he's one of one of the faces of the Jets. And the fact that like he's the main dude that he's like the emotional leader on the team. I don't I don't fuck with the fact that like they really tried to you know ship him without even telling him and expect him to be okay with it. Like, are you serious? This is Jamal Adams we talking about. Like crazy and shout out to Le'Veon because even when he found out that he was in trade room he's just like look it's part of the business it's a, and, and and some people might say it is a is a difference in them and I think it's just the fact that Le'Veon he's just kind of been through it and he got his paper now um so he's got he's really chilling but I don't know it wasn't a good look for the Jets to even do that yeah that, that definitely wasn't um with the best player on, on your team, regardless franchise or anything, with the best player on your team, you ask them about trade stuff. That's 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 just the rule. Um, it's that's that's it, man. Like if this is someone who's supposed to be a leader on your team, like um, you got to respect him enough to to be like, hey, is this something you want to do, or this is something we're looking into, and just come say them offer it. Um. But yeah, that's there's there's no other way around it. The the Jets are garbage from the ground up. Um, Oscar like the it. Grouch wouldn't even live in Life Stadium. <laughs> um, and that's it. I'm done. I'm I'm off the Jets. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, that was that was a great segment. That was that was some high quality content right there. I think so. Um, that rant needs to be up everywhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> uh, let's just go into um, a couple of the other big things that happened this week uh, before we get into our picks. Um, let's see. We already talked about the Ravens, which was probably the biggest. Uh, yeah, that was probably like the biggest game of the week. Let's porn see. star Jimmy. They got porn star Jimmy got them uh, Niners still undefeated. Yep, yeah. still undefeated. I don't know, but next week they play they they play Seattle. That's gonna be a big Good game. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they only beat the Cardinals by three. So, yeah. They were yeah. coming back, though. The Cardinals was coming back. And Kyler. Yeah. Man, Kyler was yeah he's I was getting be, nervous. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's going he's to be really good. I think their defense was really tired, though, because it was a quick turnaround for, probably. for you to play yeah. on Sunday. And then, I mean, everybody has to do it at some point in the year. But to, for like a defense to play as good of a game as they did against Carolina. And then a comeback that Thursday, you can't expect them to do the same yeah. exact thing that they just. Plus, did. the offense looked great. Like Jimmy was, Jimmy looked really good. So I, I don't have any. I wasn't really concerned. And even yeah, if they lost that game, I could you just do it like, all right, it's Thursday night game. Like, yeah, that's what you right. want though. You want you want Jimmy to definitely um, start showing those those flashes again. Um, Steelers beat the Colts. I think the only thing to say about that is, uh, Fit and Terry's got to retire. Um, I really be. think it's that time. In his defense, though, the laces, yeah, yeah, okay. kicking, in his defense. With, yeah, kicking, kicking, kicking with the laces is tough. 
Hopefully Jacoby's all right. If Jacoby yes, was in that's the big. game, I feel like they would have been cool. Still is a four and four gentleman. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, they're still whack though. Yeah, um, four and four. Yeah, th- yeah. This is the first team that they beat that's over five hundred. So I mean, it, it, it also took Jacoby Brissett to get injured for them for that to, to happen. So. Yeah, hopefully he comes back soon. Um, they say he might not be ruled out for week ten, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um. What else? Let's see. Oh, Packers, the Chiefs beat Packers. the Vikings. Oh, you wanna? Okay, yeah, we can talk. talk oh about. no, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Chiefs beat the Vikings, and then yeah, let's definitely go inside the Packers. Yeah, oh, uh, I think Mahomes. Who would have thought? Back. I think Mahomes coming. Oh, just touching on the Chiefs and Packers. We're all over the place right now. Sorry, sorry, y'all. But yeah, um, yeah I think Mahomes is coming back next week because he there was a, there was a good chance that he could have came back like this past week, but even so, Madmore held, held it down. Shout out my son Tyree Hill. Um, but yeah, Packers and Chargers, that was a very interesting game. This is why I always say with the Chargers, so anytime I pick against them, that's when they, that's when they want to win. Shit crazy, bro. But, you know, I don't know if Mercury is in retrograde or whatever else was going on, but, uh, <laughs> but like, that's Mercury just, not, that, like, it, it doesn't make sense how, how good of an offensive game the Packers had the week before. And then, um, then it just kind of like... <laughs> Like the next week, I think but, they. I think that's one of those beat themselves type games. I think they they just like like Aaron Rodgers said he was like, "Yo, we were seven and one coming into this game. We had a one loss, so they weren't thinking about it." And um, I feel like because of that, they were like, "Oh, the Chargers are super dysfunctional." And at the end, as as dysfunctional as the Chargers are, they still have good pieces. They still have a lot of good pieces. So you can't, you know, it's not a team that you can just count out. You know, you still got to play to beat them to an extent. And um, they they probably came in thinking it was going to be a cakewalk and got punched in the mouth. Um, it happens, and I still think the Chargers are a contender. I mean, the, the Chargers. The, I still think the Packers are a contender. Definitely. And, I mean, um, they're seven and two. Yeah, and they're and they're like a real deal seven and two. You know what I mean? Like maybe not in everyone they played, but like in the way the teams been built up, like they're. They're a very, they're, they're scary looking seven and two, um, yeah. So this is just one of those games. I feel like every every team that starts out strong or every team that does that has a couple of those games, or like they honestly they need them just to put themselves in check and be like, yo, like as good as we are, like we we can't be fucking around. Um, we got to finish. So it is what it is. Um, after that, <laughs> the Browns. Like you said, the most disappointing story in this season, disappointing team this season. Um, they lost to the Broncos without Joe Flacco. Oh, <laughs> Brandon yeah. Allen. Yeah. This, this cool. is honestly right. This is honestly that third string quarterback is who they lost to. They, yeah, the, the Browns third, are, um, the third string quarterback is who and, they lost to. And the thing about the Browns is, I don't feel like it's like as much. Obviously, the players play, but they're they shouldn't have hired Freddie Kitchens, man. Like every all that whole shit, man. This uh, just hire Kitchens, but just not promote him because he was already there. Like just no, like hire him as a head coach, man. Like I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck that, man. Like they have too much talent. They have too much, and and granted, like for the most part, you don't hear beefs between the players. Like you know, a lot of talented teams, you hear a whole bunch of internal strife between the players. I feel like for the most part, you're not hearing that. And it's like, these are a bunch of players who are out here, I feel like, and go, yo, we have a good chance to win, and we should be winning games, and that's why they're getting frustrated they're not. Obviously, they haven't been playing that great, 
But still, like, when you have a team that young, you need strong leadership. And Freddie Kitchens ain't it. I, like, I... <laughs> I, I don't want to say he needs his the the need for him to be fired is Adam Gase level, but at the same time, it might be because of the expectations of the Browns had coming in. They were my pick to win the the AFC North. Granted, the AFC North has been a shit show this year, which was kind of unexpected. Um, as a whole, the Ravens have been great, but as a whole, they've been messy. Oh, the AFC North's been messy. But yeah, like they 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 should be doing so much better. Like, come on. It's tough, man. It's very tough. Um, that um Detroit, Detroit and uh, Oakland. That was a that was also a re- wait time out. Sorry, there were two really good games that I like. I like that, and I also like the Buccaneers and the Seahawks. I don't know if, if it was even on cable that that y'all seen it, but um, mm. it was a the the I'll start with the the um the Seahawks game. That was basically a shootout. Russ was doing MVP things as he was. Um, Jameis was fairly good. He didn't have a turnover until like the end of the game. He had a fumble where he kind of did some dumb shit, but that was a good game. Russ was do- Russ was doing his thing. They wanted it overtime. I still think that the NFL overtime rules are bro- bullshit. Whatever. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's just, that's just my personal opinion. And then going with Detroit and uh, Oakland, yeah, that was another game that was a little bit of a shootout, but then it had a little, it had some more defense at the end. Um, yeah, Detroit. They're a scrappy team, dog, but they just can't win games. And they got the talent to win, but they just, you know. But anyhow, let's get into these picks so we can move on from this so we can stop talking NBA. Yeah. Based off this past week, John and myself were both 10 and 4. <laughs> and Justin was uh, 7 and 7, ass boy. Just like the Jets. Um. <laughs> Aren't you still in last place? Oh, but I'm coming back though. I'm making a big comeback. Oh, okay, I'm only, but you're still in I'm, last place. But I'm only it's three like, games behind, baby. I'm coming back. I'm. It's like when back. Cowboy fans. I I just my one boy. He's a Cowboy fan. Last week. Yeah. Behind second. That's like Cowboy fans coming at the Jets, saying the Jets suck, but the Jets beat them. Like it, you still <laughs> you still in second place, baby. <laughs> like I'm you coming. still you still behind. I'm it don't matter. Back. I am coming back. And the total standings are, John, you are 97 and 38. The top dog, Justin, you are 92 and 43. And I am 89 and 46. But I'm coming back, though. So don't worry about me, y'all. This man says this every week. <laughs> and, I, and I was 10 It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's right. That's right. <laughs> marathon continues, I, huh? That's right. You know the vibe. All right. So for Thursday Night Football, we got Chargers at... At Oakland? Give me Oakland. The Oakland Raiders, baby. Oakland, boy. Give me give me Rivers. I'll take the job. Nah, not, you can't expect that performance two games in a row. Nah, bro. They, I, I don't know. They might be getting it together. Melvin Gordon looked like he was doing doing, he, he was doing his thing. We're going to see what's up. See, the guy, in the, the guy in the thing didn't even agree with you. That's why. He- <laughs> right. We got Ravens at Bengals. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought the Bengals might go with this? Who would have thought coming into this year? I don't think the Bengals and and they're about to start start their their rookie their rookie quarterback. They're in full out tank mode right now. Oh, dude. Um, you know what's funny? I don't think anybody thought they would go winless, but I don't think anybody really paid attention to Bengals like that. So they yeah, like doesn't really matter. Like yeah, because everyone expects them to be a super like average ass team. You know what I mean? Average, borderline bad team. No one's expecting anything from them. But even from an average borderline bad team, you ex- you expect them to get like maybe four, 
I mean, they were close in like two games. They pushed the, uh, weren't they like, wasn't the the San Francisco game kind of close up until the fourth quarter? Or in the Seahawks game, the first game of the season when they played the Seahawks, that game was pretty close. Oh yeah, yeah. So, you know, things happen. All right, but yeah, uh, Bills reasons. at Browns at the Browns. Bills. Yeah, Josh Allen has consistently shown that he's been getting better, and they still got a good defense. Well, the Browns are a mess. You know, I'm going to be crazy right now and pick the Browns only because I feel like they're not only due for a win, they're about to be home. And every time I've said that, especially when they're going to be home, they fucking lose. And yeah. I get my pick wrong. I know. But I just don't. I, I think the Bills are due for another loss. I mean, I know they, they won this past week, but after losing to the Eagles, eh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. All right. Lions at the Bears. This is a tough one. Lions. I trust the Lions offense way more than I trust. Not way more, but I, I trust the offense to put up points on the defense more than I trust the Bears offense to put up points against. Not to say the Lions defense is great, but yeah. the Bears offense is the Bears offense. Like, it might be almost as anemic as. Yeah, give me Detroit. My head says pick the Bears, but my heart says pick Detroit. So what you going I think I think I'm going to go with Detroit. I mean, and, and Bears at home is tough with that defense. But, yeah, they're... Their offense, bro, is just shitty. Dude, Trubinski is um, yeah. hot garbage. What year was he drafted? Um, I think he was in, 27, he was in 2017. 2017 draft. Yeah, the draft with draft. Trubinski and, 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 and Watson. I mean, with Watson and Mahomes. Yeah, that, bro, that oh, draft. Yeah, bro. yeah they, they fucked up. That draft. I saw a tweet about that, too, where they were talking about how like that for most of that teams, the draft was a failure. Crazy. Um, Giants at Jets. So both teams are home. I mean, well, technically speaking, this is a home team for the home game for the Jets, but both teams are home. Yeah, Giants. Um, I'm going with the I'm going with the G men. Justin. Justin made his pick. He he picked Daniel. I already said it. I'm going to Giants. I don't. I don't it's 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 everything against the Jets for the rest of the year. Understand? Don't care. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe that Trubinsky was the second pick. Yeah, he was. The and second. Mahomes was like 10th, I think, Deshaun. Well, yeah, I know about Mahomes, but number two, bro? Out of UNC. Crazy. Number two. All right. Chiefs at Titans. Give me Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Oh, give yeah. Me yeah, give me yeah, Kansas yeah, City. That's a, good, that's a good little slow game to get Mahomes back in. What's up, uh, Cardinals at Buccaneers. I will take Tampa Bay. I'm going Cardinals because they're coming off a tough loss. Oh, okay. And Jameis can't have two good games back to back. Oh yeah, he's two different quarterbacks, but I'm hoping that he, uh, you know, figures it out. Yeah, give me the Bucks. Uh, Falcons at Saints. Saints. Saints at home. Saints are at home. Watch this be like the one upset game that the Saints have all year. Nah, Drew Brees back. I mean, it's a no. Division. I know, but it's just it's, like it's a division, it's a division game. game. Division and games always get weird. I could see this being like some something, something crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, Dolphins at Colts. Mm. Oh, Colts. Even if even if Brissett is even without Jacoby. Yeah. Even if Brissett's yeah. playing. Dolphins are the Dolphins still. Brian Hoyer. Oh this, my gosh. This next joint is gonna be tough. Rams at Steelers. Rams. Ooh. My mind's telling me no. Rams as Steelers? Yeah. 
But my body, my body. <laughs> Steelers. Whew. Damn. Nah, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going Steelers because they're the home team. Hines is hard to play, especially when you've been having a rocky, having a rocky season. It's starting to get cold outside, so mm-hmm. that's about to start taking the uh, back there. All right, Panthers at Packers. Oh, this is, a, um, this is the game, of America's game of the week. I'm sure. I feel like it's gonna be a solid game, but I'm taking um the Packers. I'm I don't taking, think they're I'm, gonna I'm, drop I'm, two in a row. Yeah, I, I don't think Green Bay gonna have uh, more so. Rodgers had two bad games in a row. Yeah. And the you know the Panthers did give up fifty one, not too long ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They might get lit up. Justin. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. All right, Vikings at Cowboys. This is gonna be tough. Another an actual another actual test for the Cowboys. You know, you I'm know, going I'm gonna go Cowboys because if they can shut down Saquon like how they did tonight, and I don't know. They might be able to do that to Dalvin Cook. So I guess we'll see. But I think uh, I'll rock with the Cowboys. Justin? Mm, well, you know how I feel about the fraudulence of the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to go uh, Vikings. Vikings need this um, just to stay alive. I, I think the Packers are going to win the division. So they need this to stay alive in the uh, for the wild card. Yeah, I mean, it's still early. I mean, it is, but hey, you can't. You need every game you can get, especially Absolutely. later as the season goes. Absolutely. All right. So, for the Monday night game, Seahawks at 49ers. Give me Russell Wilson. No pause. All pause. No pause. Say it. Say it. I'm going to put the pause on you. All homo. No, oh, no. Nah. JT has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, damn, that's gonna be a good ass Monday night. This might be the first good Monday night game we've had all year. Nah, I feel like we had a good one. No, no, no. Last week was no, no, no that was ass. Did we it was good in the first half. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty ass for Monday night game so far. Yeah, I think um, I think the 49ers get their first loss. Yep, same. Wow. Give me uh, Sierra's husband. In a shootout, though, I think it's gonna be a shootout. A uh, shootout? Oh, definitely not. If this is a shootout, I'll be. It's I'll gonna be, be a shootout. I'll be very surprised if this is a shootout. But all right, all of our picks are locked in. Sounds like a plan. Locked in, ready to go. And with that, guys, we can talk about basketball. We let's get it. Um, to start off, I'd like to reiterate: the Warriors suck, even though they did win tonight. They still suck. It's not their okay. fault. It's not their fault. <laughs> it's not at all. I don't y'all just feel bad? Like I don't oh, know, yeah. bro. Like I feel bad for Steph. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I, I feel terrible for Steph, bro. Like I feel bad crazy. for Steph. I don't feel bad for Draymond. Yeah, I feel bad for D'Lo. I feel bad for 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 the whole team, bro. Because yeah. honestly, with with them healthy, I think they would be obviously not in contention. with them healthy they're a seven seed yeah but they're definitely they definitely would would win more games i mean they won tonight like you like you mentioned but i don't know they're not gonna win many more games without without their their core of players um yeah. it's tough they're really playing for a lottery pick right now um not really but it's they'll get crazy they're not gonna if if curry's gonna be out for three months they're not gonna be good it doesn't matter how good well draymond plays it doesn't really matter how good uh, Dilo plays either. I think. I think that they're just not. 
built to make the playoffs. Based off, if Curry's not there, then that's the side effect for it for me. It doesn't feel like they're built to compete right now. Yeah, I, well, I mean, definitely not. You don't, you don't have. First off, you don't got the greatest shooter ever, and you don't have one of the greatest shooters ever. And then Draymond, you know. Okay, but even even let's say let's say Steph is there, right? Right. I still don't think they're built to compete because as as good as Draymond is defensively, where's the rest of the defense coming? And then even like then you just you might have just some fucking um some Devin Booker action just putting up numbers and not getting them wins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Suns actually have been winning. They won tonight, um, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, yeah, let's talk know. about um. I I mean, you mentioned it before um when we were getting ready, but yeah um for everyone who did not watch that Lakers and Mavs game, oof, y'all missed yeah. out. Yeah, because we, as as fans, didn't deserve basketball that good on November first. Oh yeah, that was a great game. It was a great game to watch. That game was amazing. Um, I tweeted about it. I said it. Y'all gonna hear me talk about it. For y'all who have not, and I don't know why you wouldn't, who still are skeptical about Luca. I've I have even heard and seen people say he was overrated. Still. That man's the real deal. Now nah, that man tough. That man deserved every rookie of the year award that he got. Yes, last last season because that man can hoop. That man is the real deal. And honestly, um, and and in the end of the game, um, they get he got hit in the back of the head in the fourth and ended up having to get stitches from it. And honestly, I was convinced he had a concussion because the way he was looking and the way he was acting. Um, but he played. Um, he still made some plays. Some people missed shots in overtime. It is what it is. And um, Porzingis had a bad second half. So that plays into a two. Not discrediting what the Lakers did. LeBron, ball, that, that was a battle. And that's a battle. Like, oh, man. Like, I was thinking about this after. Like, imagine um, getting up to, like, playing against your idol while they're still being able to perform and literally dueling against your idol to that point, like, and being acknowledged by them like that. Like, I can't imagine that. And like how that must have felt, because bro, after the after the game, LeBron is just like, "Yo, you you a bad motherfucker," like, and that's what it is. It's been I, I've had a good week in sports. I do not take it for granted. No, yeah, but um, yeah, man, it was not it was amazing. That lucky oh, I know. And I had after the I sort of after my teams won their championships, and it was one after the other. It was down years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah, no, it's it was dope, man. Uh, for basketball fans, even people who aren't basketball fans, crazy. Um, just to round out, if we can even just call this a little Mav segment for me, just to round it out. Uh, Porzingis looking back in the form after uh, having a rough night, um, a rough second half that night. He definitely picked it up. Had a good pick me up game against the Cavs, which are a scrappy team. I don't think they're gonna win games, but they're scrappy. They got players who play hard. Um, but he had a big night that night. He has six blocks, and Luca had another monster game. So he had another 15 assist game. So, your bro Trey Young tweeted and was talking about how Luca was balling that game against the Cavs. Yes, but let us let that not distract us from the fact that my man LeBron was really out there. Going, oh, absolutely. Going, he was he was vintage, bro. Like he was actually vintage LeBron, and I think 
for most for majority of the game, he was kind of deferring to Anthony Davis. And that's not necessarily a problem. I think, you know, he's a younger dude. You know, you want to let him eat. But it got to the point where I'm like, all right, LeBron need to just take this shit over. And then what happened? He, like, once overtime hit in, like, late fourth quarter, he did what he needed to do. Did LeBron things. Yeah. And, that, and I, I, honestly, me, I was very skeptical about Frank Vogel as a coach. But I just want to shout out that play design that they had in the end of the end of regulation. That mm-hmm. was a great – that with the, with the back screen to set up uh, – Danny Green, Danny Green in the open corner. Yeah, even though Dwight Dwight held Seth, but yeah, it was uh, a great play. Oh, it was a, it was a, it was a great play. That that play, that play design was actually was actually OD. And the Lakers, the Lakers gonna be tough. The Lakers definitely gonna be tough, especially if LeBron could continue to play the way that he's that he's been playing. And Dwight Howard has also been been really good good for them as well. And I'm trying to think. I don't know what their what their schedule is this upcoming week, but I'll definitely be checking. Well, I mean, they're, they're like the Lakers are must see TV. Lakers, they, um, Clippers, man. They, I think they just took the top spot in the West. They only yeah, had one they, loss. I think, so. yeah, they did. They did. They did. Um, so yeah. So it's still very early though. Stuff. It's, it's tough to say. But um, speaking of teams that were that that have top spots, Philly. Well, they just lost tonight to the Suns, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I think Booker That's dropped thirty or forty. Nah, he had forty. He had yeah. forty, and he shot like I think he only missed like three shots. He it was an efficient ass forty two. Mm. Yeah, so, I like him. I like him. Yeah. I just don't know how much I believe in the Suns in general. Oh yeah, nah, Mont- nineteen for yeah. forty. Yeah, but I will. I will say that Mont- Monty Williams. You know, he. I've He's only seen the one Sun the one Suns game when they played against. Well, today I saw part of it, but they look. Co- cohesive. I don't know how to really explain it, but it's too early in this season for me to really bro, actually tell if they're good. I'm gonna, they're I'm gonna tell you exactly why they won. Because I'm looking at the box score and I can tell you exactly why they won, bro. Ricky What's Rubio up? had twenty one seven and ten. Oh, that's that's not happening every night. That's why they won. Booker because Booker could drop forty and they would lose. And we've seen it. Booker would have the game that he had tonight and they would lose. He dropped seventy in a game and they lost by double digits. <laughs> bro, it's it's Rubio had 21, 7, and 10. You got to think. Their, their bench, zero production. You're not, you're, not, you're not a good team getting zero production out of your bench. When I say zero production, I mean the highest scorer off the bench was Tyler Johnson with eight. Like Tyler Johnson. Talk about somebody stealing money. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know why he got that money in the first place. Because he, he had one good year with Miami and in, a, in his contract year. That's a great transition. Because the heats, the heatles, they're back. They are. Heat Twitter is back. Twitter is back. They they getting off to a hot start. I'm jacking. They're better than Boston. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Boston almost lost to almost lost to the Knicks the other night. I mean, it's tough to really say. It's it's way too early in the season. Like this is still way too early. Oh yeah, that's why it's fun to say these egregious things. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, Miami Miami's been hooping, and uh, Jimmy like, Butler isn't it. even in the isn't even the point of like the conversation. He just came back. Yeah, yeah he he, he yeah. was he was he was. Well, I remember he missed like the first two games because of the birth of his daughter. Yeah, and then, then he got hurt. Then he got hurt. Three games. My yeah. son, my son Kendrick Nunn, been frying. Who? Yep. No, no, John. I need a classic who from you. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick freaking Nunn, undrafted. 
out here out here hooping. Bro, he's averaging 19 points a game, 19 and a half points a game. Yep. You know what this reminds me of? Um, Jonathan Simmons from a few years ago. With I love the, bro, that man. With, with, with the Spurs. The magic killed oh, his career. Oh, yeah. They did. Because I remember he came and he was like, yeah, he, he had paid like $100 for this tryout. He just hooped. Finally made it to the big squad. And I, yeah, like a great like first week. They signed him to that 10 day. I was like, yo. You know, he, on the Spurs, he was great. And then, you know, he Cook took it. the money on the magic and the magic ruined his career. Because you know you gotta, as good as players are, you gotta have a coach that knows what they're getting and knows how it fits. But um, yeah, man, shout out to the Heat for being uh, a team that I feel like everyone thought was gonna be super middle of the pack. Yeah, they depend with the play. If the play of their young players continues, you can push them into that that East contender spot. Because as good as like the Bucks and the Sixers are right now, I can't say it's locked down for them. You know. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's absolutely not definitive. But it's still early, so. Yeah, I, yeah definitely. So another game that I, I found I found very interesting was uh, Houston in uh, in Brooklyn this past weekend, and I've been, I've been watching a lot of net games <sighs> way 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 more than I ever have, and I don't know. I, I, I is it too early to 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 put the jury out on uh on on Houston or nope? Yeah. Uh, I think nope. it's they, they haven't looked good, but I, I think it. it's a little bit too early. Well, I, I know John it. John said it. John said happened, it. Bro. They're <laughs> gonna be fun to watch. They ain't gonna win no games. Ew. I'm looking at the stats, right? It's not sustainable. Stats. It's not a sustainable system or an offense. Nope, not um, at all. It's not sustainable personnel. It's not it's just not, bro. Like at the end of the day, they're not gonna win games. They don't it's rebound. They shoot at a high clip. They score they have the highest scoring offense, but they don't rebound. Yeah, but What's the efficiency? Oh, it's it's not good. Oh, it's not good. Exactly. You, you know what I found? Did you hear the three point percentages? Oh yeah, it's got to be terrible. I don't even. Want They're that. at thirty percent. Thirty percent. They are no, talking about for Russ. They're and at thirty percent. Oh, for Russ and yeah, Harden. Yeah, the Rock. Oh, for, for oh for Russ and Harden. Uh, I don't have that. Oh yeah, I don't need. I don't even want to know. But um, <laughs> Yo, they're giving up one hundred and twenty seven <laughs> points a game. One hundred and twenty seven. That sounds five. about Dan Tony. It's five more points than the next closest, which is the Pelicans at one twenty two. <laughs> it sounds about Dan Tony. You're absolutely right. Jeez, oh I can only imagine. Bro, James James Harden this season is through seven games is shooting twenty five percent from three. Wow. I mean, all right, it's still too early, but I, you know, like I said, this is this is my thing with James Harden. He makes adjustments. He always figures out a way to put his team in the best they're position both, to win. They're both shooting twenty five percent. Okay, but we knew we we know who Russ is, but we also know who Harden is. Harden, what was the last time he's been on a team with a losing record? I don't think since he's been on the Rockets they've had a losing record. Yeah, but the Rockets were also built really well. Yeah, they're not I mean, built well anymore. That that's true. And even with them shooting twenty five percent each, they're still three and three. So I don't think that. Them shooting that bad is going to continue to last. I think we kind of got to just continue. Who they played though? They played. They had to. They had to grit out a win against the Wizards. They had to grit out a win tonight against the uh, Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, Oh, that that was that that Wizards game was ridiculous. It was like I think Harden had like either fifty or sixty points, and like it was just uh, people had like forty six. I think. Yeah. 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 Bradley Bill had. Hey, hold up. You want to know what their the shooting percentage for three point for their opponents is against the Rockets? What? T 
Teams are shooting 43% from three. Oh, that's the Rockets. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Sounds about Dan Tony. That's 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 a bad jump right there, bro. Oh no, nah, I'm, I'm not feeling that. But anyways, on to the other side of things. The Nets, man, yo, Kyrie dog, Kyrie and Levert. That's a nice little combination right there. That's a nice that's that's really a nice little combination right there. I just wish the the Nets record better reflected how they're they've been cohesive. Honestly, I and I'm gonna just go go ahead and say it. I think Kyrie's a better fit on this Nets team than D'Angelo Russell was. Uh, okay. Mm. I will go after your two points. Not, okay. not, not like, go. all right. So the record wise, I think it perfectly reflects what the team is right yeah. now. I think mm-hmm. the inconsistencies on the offensive, even though they are third they in the league in scoring, they need some, bets, um, they are, they are drastically missing Jared Dudley's presence on that team. Um, and I said it in the off season too. And everybody's like, Oh no, we don't need, need him. I'm like, no, we need him. He does more than just, you know, pick fights with Ben Simmons. Yo, um, his um his definitely go listen to his inner um his episode of Road Tripping because he talked about it and they definitely spoke about the role that vets and everything play on teams like that and they're talking about the the role that you play even when you're not playing. Mhm. And like why that even though he was trying to get on a team for LeBron, why he got that call this year. So um definitely go check that one out. But yeah, continue. Like I I agree. They they're definitely missing him and players like him. Um, I think the, uh, there's just, their, their defense is atrocious. Um, it, the, the turnovers are bad. Spencer Dinwiddie, his number, his offense numbers look good, but he is just, he just hasn't looked like Dinwiddie. He's turning the ball over at a, at a stupidly high clip, uh, ill-advised shots. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just not good. Um, it, Nets still can't defend stretch fours and fives. Right. Uh, it's, it's, but. Which is I wild mean, to me. Based on your personnel. Well, no, because our personnel on the front is Jared Allen and DeAndre. And then it's also Torian Prince. Prince isn't really big enough when they yes. go inside. He's a three. He's a three. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had you know, a good game the other he, night though. Against, he's uh, actually uh, he's actually been the best I like Torian Prince acquisition. A lot. He's been the best acquisition for the Nets. I mean, aside from Kyrie. Um yeah, he's right been the out. best acquisition. He does it all on the offense and defensive end. Um, Kyrie is just just fantastic, and I told y'all during the basketball special, dark horse for MVP, Kyrie. But let me give you some stats for you. I right? gotta win more for that to happen. I, yeah, I agree. I know, I know, I know. Or else it's just, or else it's just another Kyrie season. It's just a, another Kyrie season. Right. It, it might be his best. Yeah, it's gonna to be. Say, it might be. He's uh through this first seven games, right? Thirty-one point seven points per game, six point one rebounds. 7.7 assists. These are all career. If they, if these numbers stayed, which mm-hmm. they honestly could, they would they would be all career highs for him. Honestly, and if they can get a three seed. I could see him averaging, and what it comes down to is if he stays healthy. Yeah, yes. That's, a, yeah, that's the main thing. Yes. Because he but, doesn't have the best track record with that. No, but I mean, but and it's and I, I'm loving the fact that that Levert has def aside from one, but he had one bad game. Uh, he's, start yeah, Levert has stepped it up a lot, yo. Oh, that is a dark horse for an all star. Uh, depends on, it, it, it depends on what like Bradley Beal and like Jason Tatum do, and those I mean, guys. He's averaging nineteen, nineteen and five and four pretty much right now. Yeah, Levert, Levert. It also depends on how good the Nets are because the Nets are like a six, seven seed. He's not going to be an all star. They would have to be like a top three seed by the time um, all star break rolls around if he wants to, like you know. Yeah. 
So yeah, I guess I feel like maybe good. if someone gets hurt, he might he might slide in. Right. But there's just a lot of good two guards, two guards, and like those those three hybrids yeah. in the East right now. Uh, but he definitely has. He could be like in the same path as like D'Angelo Russell last year. Or like yeah. if somebody got hurt, he'd be a uh, an All Star game fill in. Yeah, he he's definitely he's definitely on on the on the right on the right road, and I think if he continues to grow like how he's been how he's been playing next year, him Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant, that's gonna be it's tough. That's gonna, yeah, be, that's gonna be crazy. I hate guys. You guys are playing for next year right now, right? That's basically what it is, and that's okay because you have a young ass team. I hate to look forward on next year because it's like uh, like the team actually got talent right now but it's just the fact that y'all not contending with the talent that y'all have but you know um oh and then real quick just to answer the Kyrie and D'Angelo thing I I don't think he's a better fit I just think he's a better player because he's doing the same things that D'Angelo does within the offensive system which is uh he has ra- he's the only one that really to shoot mid-range because Kenny Atkinson is very anti-mid-range but because of his skill set he allows Kyrie to shoot mid range, which is what he was letting D'Lo do. So I think it's not so much he fits the system better; he's just a better player. Yeah, I agree. I don't, you think- don't think. Yeah, so you don't think that he he. I mean, and Levert obviously wasn't playing most of, most of last year, but you don't think that offensively he brings more, he brings more than what D'Angelo did. Not saying that like. You know, he's a yeah, but I, I feel like I, that ties I, into him being a better player. But I don't think he's better for the system. I agree with JT because I think um, D'Angelo has more to offer off the ball than Kyrie does. I guess like Kyrie yeah. on ball works really well with like all right. So like I like D'Angelo off ball last year when Levert was had the ball in his hands. Right, I was about mm-hmm. to say, Are but this year I like. Levert off ball when Kyrie has the ball because Levert is actually shooting very well from three point range this year, which he wasn't doing last year because he just didn't have the looks. But because the defense is sucking in pause to uh, Kyrie when he drives, and then you also have Joe Harris on the on, on the wing as well. You know, one kick out, one swing pass, and then boom, you're open in the corner. Yeah, no, nah, most definitely. That's facts. I want to I want to talk more Nets, but I feel like we should just talk about the Knicks. Yeah, I feel know. like that's pretty much. It with the Nets. I mean, it's yeah, just much Kyrie's, Kyrie's playing great, and we're just going to see what happens with the team, and they're playing for next year because they, they don't have enough vets. Big um, West Coast road trip coming up, though. Yeah, Portland, Portland, Phoenix, Utah. Uh, that's going to be a, a, a difficult stretch. The, the, metals, the metal of your team is really going to be tested. So, um, yeah, I mean, with that, I feel like let's just uh, finish up with the Knicks, and then uh, that, should be, that should be it for the NBA. I don't think there's any other like big news, really, right? Um, none really outside of actually, no, I think Philly, they're just good. I mean, yeah. they're kind of what we expected them to be at this point. Yeah. Um, shout out to that fight. That was, that was fun. Oh yeah. That fight was OD. My son, oh, between, uh, Embiid and Cat. Yo, that was yeah. crazy. The back <laughs> and forth was fun. Yeah. My yeah. son, my, my son, Cat tapped out super early. So um, Simmons yeah. had him in the. That's, that's a fact. My man's, was in, my man's was in the Crippler cross, cross holding shit. <laughs> uh, my son, uh, Ben Simmons. But anyways, yeah, the Knicks. I mean, what is it? What is it really to say right now? It's like we're not we're not great. Obviously, I mean, we only won one game. Um, but at least in the beginning of the season, it seemed like. I mean, it still is the beginning of the season. At least through the first three, four games, we were competitive. Um, 
and even when we lost to Boston the other night, we were competitive. Jason Tatum, he played a like he played he played a good, he played a good game, hit that shot. It kind of was what it was. Um, but the one thing I will say is that Marcus Morris actually turned is turning out to be a great addition to the team. You didn't um, think he was gonna be? I didn't know what I didn't know what he was gonna be. I thought I didn't know what he what like what what his role was gonna be. That's, that's really right. more that's really more so what I was saying. I didn't know if he was gonna be um somebody that's getting a lot of getting a lot of rebounds scoring scoring a lot of points but he's been doing a, a pretty much both mm-hmm. um it's been tough it's been a tough start start to the season but what i will say is that rj is looking like the truth i think he's definitely headlining um a lot of the a lot of the rookies in terms of how um mm-hmm. the the rookie rookie of the year race is, tur- is turning out to be he's averaging 18 6 and 3 right now yeah. and a steal yep I think that that's really all you can ask for 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 a nineteen year old. Wow, he's shooting NBA. great for Ricky right now. Yeah, he's forty three percent, and then 30, 30, basically thirty six from three point. Yep, but he really gets to the rack, and when he's at the rack, he's fin- he he finishes like he's mm-hmm. really 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 great at the rim. Um, he really is. He's really baby McGrady in my opinion. And I think yeah. he's gonna. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really. That's what, funny. My dad said. My dad was like, "Yo, you know, he looked like." He said the same shit, man. Yeah, he look. He really do remind me, uh, remind me, remind me a lot of T Mac. We got some interesting games coming this week. Uh, we played at we played at Mavs Friday. Me and John will definitely be tuned into that. Yeah. Um, and that that's at that's in Dallas, right? Yeah, the, the, the one, one is in Dallas. It's next week. Okay, cool. And then uh, we play we we play some teams that we, that we can beat. I know the Bulls are gonna be look are, are gonna be looking forward to playing us again because we we got our our only win against them, and then uh, we play the Pistons and the Cavaliers. So hopefully we can play these teams tough. You know, I still think that we we have the potential to win some games. I just don't think we're gonna make the playoffs. But my thing is, as long as Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, and um, RJ continue to get you know the development that they need to get. That's fine if we don't win this year, um, but what I do think is a lot of Knicks fans are starting to question whether um, David Fisdale is the right coach for the job, and I think it's still way too early. I think we have to we we have we have to wait and see whether or not um, how the talent on this team is going to turn out. We can't expect to just win games with all this young talent like Mitch Rob and um, and, and RJ. It's gonna t- it's gonna take time to win, and I'm hoping that um, that Knicks Nation is you know patient with him because i think he is the right coach for the job i think you know we we've been in close games we just haven't been able to close close it out whether that's him whether that's the players so um yeah should be interesting i mean we're bad right now i mean one in six yeah one in six but you know i'm not really you know I, like i said the expectations aren't really there so that's that yeah that's a good one um I'm not like as I feel like part of the reason why we're a bit more accepting of how the Knicks are playing right now. Um, we're not even playing because they're they're being scrappy. Like all oh, their their games are pretty much close for the most part. It's just um like it, it is. It's developing, and they're they're you can't say where exactly where you want them to be because obviously you want them to be able to finish some of these games. But um, they're in a good spot right now for sure. Like they're they're showing their good signs of turning around and of developing the right way. And um, yeah, I hope Nick fans and Nick's owners don't do what they normally do with head coaches and just get antsy and fucking fire Fizdale, um, a little too early. So definitely uh, see what happens. See, that's the beauty of that was what that was what the beauty of 
Kenny Atkinson's position was with the Nets is that he would he didn't have the pressures of the New York media hawking him to be good quick. He was able to have a bad team and just grow it. And I think that's the type of patience that the that the media, Knicks fans, and everybody has to have with Dave Fisgo. I think he's a I think he's a damn good coach. Um, I saw what he did in Memphis. You know that mm-hmm. that uh that playoff series against the Spurs where they literally were in like three of those four games, and if it wasn't for bad officiating. You know, they would have had a more competitive series. Um, I like what I've seen from RJ. I like what I've seen from Knox. Knox is actually shooting the ball at a better clip than I oh, thought definitely. he would. He definitely is. Um, yeah, yeah, he's coming on, which is good. My one concern is uh, with Randall. I think he's just doing a little bit too much. I think he thinks he needs to do more yep. than what he needs to because he's yeah. just trying to do bully ball. On- no, just – He's just play, play within, yeah, play within himself. You know, it's gonna come. You're not expected. The team's not expected to do good, so you don't have to go out there and score 20, 25 mm-hmm. points every night. You know, just do what you and do. I, and I feel like that's, um, I agree with you. And I feel like that's that's just happening because this this is the first time where it's like, yo, you're the best player on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's never really had that, and I definitely feel that's what it ties into. And shit, they'd be happening to me too when I'd be playing volleyball. Where I'm out here and I'm like, fuck. I need to score. Like, I need to be the one. And then you just tighten up. And then when you force it too much, like, shit happens. I was just looking up his numbers, too, and his numbers are low right now, you know? He's a really good player, and I feel like once he settles in, uh, it'll work out. Absolutely. Uh, Anything else on basketball? Oh, yeah. So just one more thing. Um, Some good games that's coming up this week. I think you got got, – Celtics at Hornets, so I guess uh, Kevin's return to to Charlotte this week is going to be kind of interesting. That'll be cool. It's not going to be a good game, but that'll be cool, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guess you know, just in case you know, you if you're interested in the emotional drama, why not? In the storyline. Yeah, right. Exactly. Then you got Heat at Lakers. Heat at Lakers. That should be that should be cool. And then you got uh, Raptors at Clippers. So Kawhi's old team playing him uh, in LA. That that would be good. I also didn't realize that's where Rondé went. Uh huh. I was Rondé just looking up. Um, yeah, My guy, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, baby. The Mavs couldn't afford him, but I would have liked uh, him to go there. But yeah, man, that that's gonna be a good one. And uh, that that Heat Lakers is definitely yep. one to watch. That's about all I got for basketball, though. All right, guys, and with that, we are wrapping up our sports, and we are heading into Anime Book Club. I don't know what part it is. But this is the last part of Konosuba. We finished up Konosuba 2. So I'm pretty sure his episodes are 7 through 10, right? Yep. Yeah? So yeah. Uh, episode 7 through 10, we finished it up. Um, it was super fun. Uh, they did a good job ending season 2 and making you look forward to things for um, if that season 3 comes. There hasn't been any official announcement, but it's been popular. And um, I think if the movie does really well, then they'll be able to push things along better. Um, but yeah, man, Konosuba 2 wrapped it up, wrapped up the Konosuba series so far. Um, I, I don't know if it's episode or big, but let's, let's just jump right into it. Um, I'm going to, I don't know if I want to go episode by episode really more so just um the overarching up until the end, especially for like seven and eight. So, um, basically, uh, what's going on right now? Cause this is almost like the first time we get some sort of story arc. Yeah, finally. Yeah. It, it seemed like so much, like, mad freaking filler. And then yeah. it, like, all just, like, kind of, kind of, like, all came together a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So, um, with this one, we, um, 
we see them going, all right, you know, we're, we're going to go take some rest days because uh, um, Kazuma was like, oh, yeah, I need to just relax because I just died, you know, so my neck's not fully healed. Um, so I end up going to um, uh, a town center around the hot springs and, like, the baths and stuff, which not hot yeah, um, which is actually run by um, Axis cult um, worshippers, so the, the worshippers of Aqua. Um, so the first two episodes are basically the journey to get there and then their first impressions of the town. Um, I, episode seven is pretty funny just in regards of like the effect of darkness and like just everything about, I mean, darkness throughout this whole arc is just hilarious as usual. Um, but here, especially where the animals chasing after the things and then bro, when she got dragged behind the wagon, yo, I remember tied her up too. Yo, she was like, he was like, oh my god, I can't pick you up. And then he was like, she's like, yeah, you can just tie me behind the wagon, it's fine. And he was like, what? And he goes, go ahead, you don't have time to, to like, you need to rush, just sign me up. And he's like, ah, here we go again. Um, and it's very crazy because I remember that, but I couldn't remember when it happened. And I was just sitting here, I was like, yo, when is this bitch gonna be like, be like, oh yeah, I'm completely ready to get dragged behind the wagon. But on um, that, and the fact that every time something bad happened to them. They were trying to give him, and Kaz is just like, oh my god, like, I'm so sorry that the only reason all these terrible things are happening is because of us. I um, was dumb funny. He's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, and then this person did this. Great. I'm sorry again. <laughs> it's like the overarching theme of just them trying to clean up their own mess is just so great. Oh, it's, it's just so great. Yo. It's like in every episode, it's like, damn, how'd they fuck up now? Damn, and they about to fix their own shit. Crazy. Yo. Yeah. I just yo, so I just want to say, like, yo, Megami and her explosion magic, yo, that shit is crazy. <laughs> like when she when that what like so the um what's it called the running kaihawks I guess and that's kind of like getting into like episode eight. Um, they're like chasing down um dark darkness and um and um Cosmo and all, and all of them, and basically what they did was they led them into into the cave, um and yeah. Megamine just blew them holes up and was like, yeah. That was crazy. I was like, wow. I mean, it's it's not like she doesn't do explosion magic every episode. It's just like, yo, the visuals for it. I'm yeah, like, especially yeah. in the past, like in this little arc at the end, they, they did a better job with that. Yeah, especially in going into episode 10 later on, like, yo, that whole, like the whole like visual of everything was kind of, was kind of dope. Yo, so whatever. Episode eight was like, to me, this was, this was just so funny because you had, like whatever so you so you get to the to the to the hot spring place you know and it turns out it's not really like a religious war but everybody has differing religious opinions on oh my god before the axis (laughs) and then uh yeah exactly yo and then um you got darkness that's on the on the eris side of of everything (laughs) And then every five seconds, it's like they're trying to get you to sign up for that. Bro, that's religion. Was like, hilarious. bro, like I felt like it was like some forex shit. Like I thought it was like <laughs> it was really trying to get. Word. Sign up it was like forex. a mix of uh, it was like a mix of science forex and Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes, yes exactly. Was, Jehovah's Witness, everything. <laughs> bro, bro, it was it was it was crazy. Like the man that was about to jump the lady, like oh, he's like, oh my goodness, like 
<laughs> like this dude is coming. This dude is coming after me. He's like, oh, but I won't if you sign this uh, paper with your name on. Yeah, no. He's like, oh man, they're so cool. If they, if I knew there was an Axis go prison here, I'd run away in fear like that. And, but now the first time with the girl with the apples. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then it was like, oh, actually, I'm of the Arasex. The Every time it continued to get better, the dude was walking down. I was like, oh, you're the one million customer. Uh, the one million person walked past this, this this pavement. Like, oh, but you, if you want to, the reward is sponsored by the um the 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 Axis people. So you gotta um you know sign your name here. It was jokes. Then the little girl that messed herself Yo, up. The little girl was yeah. the best one. No, 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 bro. And the that visuals was... and that shit. Yeah. Every time, where the way that like their eyes would start glowing and shit, and like the way they would make the faces every time. Facts. Nah, honestly, the best one was when they was was when um they went out to eat to the restaurant, and then there was they get they got um Cosmo the water and then they brought <laughs> they, brought, they brought darkness on, miles were you thinking the same thing i was when oh you saw God. that scene yes bro i was but i'm not about to say say it for the kids but yeah just know that we was, wait uh, what were you thinking what wait no what what wait tell me, what was maybe you we're thinking i was thinking international player haters ball Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, our mom's <laughs> and, and I brought Buck Nasty's mom a bowl. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go fill up uh, Buck Nasty's mom's yeah. dish. Yeah, that's funny. That was that was jokes. They really like just left the dog one in there. No, nah, but it, wait, it was, what it was, were you thinking? Oh, nah, you don't want to know what I was thinking. Nah, we uh, do for nah, the content. You, nah, you don't actually. Yeah, but, uh, was, My- was Miles entering into JT? Nah, you got to, bro. Because if it's really that bad, I'll edit it out. Yeah. But now we got it. We got to hear it now. Oh, Miles, nah, is, nah. Miles is entering JT territory. Facts, nah, yo. Nah, nah, but like I'm thinking that like because and this is like me just looking too deeply into things because you know how darkness is into that freak, that nasty, that gushy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like I like I thought because they got her like the dog bone and shit. Like she was about to. I don't know. I thought it was like a doggy style reference. I that's what I was getting at. But oh, does it? Yeah, that's it. it was wow, like, you made it seem like it was so much more than it was. Oh, no, 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 right? no, no. But I, I just, you know. No, nah, that shit was really jokes. That shit was wild disrespectful. <laughs> it, was, it was so disrespectful. That's why I was like, yeah, this is this is crazy. Um, <laughs> yo, she that, really wanted to stay there. She wanted to stay in this area. Like, yo, that shit was. Off to, he was like, even the women and the children are advanced enough. I'm like, wait, what? What are you talking yo, about? Darkness is a different breed, bro. She's she got is, hilarious. Bro, she she's, a type, she's a type to choke you. No, she's not. Not at all I don't she's know. not the type to choke you well yeah she's you're the right. type to pretend that you're stronger than her um bro the when um before they left when she was like yo cosmo's really turning into a piece of shit like i can't wait to see how much worse it gets like that when um she's talking to megamine when she first came back um but yeah that i think you really get into the visuals and you could see the more effort they did like like it was saying before um when they're walking and they're like, "Oh, you guys newlyweds," and the dude presses Cosmo's like, "You're why aren't you looking me in the eyes when I'm talking to you?" Like, oh, that was it. funny. <laughs> but yeah. nah, when he, I'm telling the little like Justin, you're right when you said it kept getting better and better because the little girl, and it's like, "Oh, can you show me how to write your name right here?" And the Yo. way he ripped the paper. <laughs> He was in such he was in such anger because it reminded me of when he ripped up uh yeah the the, the princess yeah the like, princess why picture I, why did I do this <laughs> like, nah, nah that, that whole shit jokes nah I, the the bathhouse the 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 bathhouse thing 
that was, was my that was a part. nine too right that was a nine yeah that was my he's like yo they that they know they know Cosmo so well so he's like yeah so we're in this side so that means Cosmo has to be in the mixed side because if he has a choice between the mixed bath and the old guy's bath you already know he's gonna pick the mixed bath which means he's probably spying on us and listening to us right now and all you see is Cosmo. They were like, "Yeah, he's probably got his ear pressed up to the wall and everything." And the very next scene, it's Cosmo with a <laughs> mad straight face with his ear pressed up. I'm like, they did him dirty though. They were like, they they were him, like, "You know what? Maybe he's not. Maybe he's actually not there." And they started talking nice. My and son turned man, back my around. Like, my man's really when it when to when to go peek. Nah, nah, nah. He went to go peek peek after she was like talking about uh, Megamine's butt. Yeah, and then and then Megami would start talking about uh, darkness's yiddies, and then he was like, "Oh wow, no!" Because you saw it, he he walked away from. Yeah, as soon as he was like, "Oh man, they're making me feel bad. They're saying such nice things," and then he turned away, and then she was like, "Oh, Megami, what's all going on with your butt?" And then she was like, "Oh, nah, hey, 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 what's going on here?" Darkness Dad was like, Yeah, I knew he was there. I could feel his his uh his perverted his stare. Days. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Nice. Nah, that joint's dumb funny. That I, and uh the you get the first um you get some foreshadowing there in the baths mm-hmm. with um the the dude where he's getting tight over the soap where he was like, yo, he was like, Oh, these motherfuckers. When he first throws the soap and they're like, oh, Damn, is everything okay? And Wait, then- but John, before that, when he Cosmo first enters the bath, mm-hmm. and it's not you don't even see him, it's just the the guy um that talking threw the soap the and he's talking to the girl and she's like, Dang, you mad stress. He was like, Yeah, because I'm sick of all these people. Cue over to Cosmo. <laughs> hey, that dude is staring at me. Hey, uh he was like, Yo, he's been staring at me like this entire time. Hey, excuse me, do you mind not staring? Nah, I'm okay. Don't mind me. Well, it's Yo. just it's just you're making me uncomfortable. Don't mind me. Yeah, yeah Cosmo is creeping out. Cosmo is really creepy. Yo, that's like if um if you're on the train and someone's like looking over your shoulder and you're like, "Yo, excuse me," and like, "Nah, don't mind me." Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, what? Like, nah, like nah, we not good. <laughs> Facts, bro. And then when she left, he went, "Oh, so bashful." Like, bro, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. You saw she covered herself in like that. Like, how are you bringing towels into the bath? It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, I actually read cool. a thing um, of how apparently in like the bath culture, you're, um, the towels are not supposed to touch the water. So Ooh. you can, the only thing you can do is um, have like, you'll have a small towel with you, if anything, but it's not supposed to touch the water. So I guess it's just um, in anime, so just so it's not naked. Um, Boo. Like if anything, they'll keep it on the side for when they get out of the water. But um, you know what it reminded me of the uh, that scene, that whole thing. I, I don't know how far you guys have gotten into, or if you have watched uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. But um, there's a scene in like season two, I think, where they're at a bathhouse mm-hmm. when they're training, and the the small oh oh yeah, yeah yeah with the with the yeah, balls for his head. Wall. Yeah, like, he tried to get on, go see over it. Oh man, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Um. I get that, but uh, also in episode uh, nine. Before we move on to the the most important episode, um, but the beginning where Aqua's just going full into her role and just um just. <laughs> oh, you um, talking about when she trying to? When she was in the confession booth, 
Oh, in the convention. And that's oh. when you first see Megan being out there and shit. And then just out here, first of all, Cosmo's having enough of his shit. And then just when the fog comes, he goes, you know, I've been a loyal follower of the Axis cult for so long and the God is Aqua and everything. But he went, yo, y'all see? <laughs> y'all see the chest over there? Uh, Eris? I saw a painting and I was like, I don't know, man. He literally went, he was like, the devil is tempting me now. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, and <laughs> let's catch up on some deeds of Samara. And there was a clip of this pastor at a funeral. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you guys. Wait, um, it was the pastor that that pretends like he got. Sh- no, it was a pastor at this funeral that st- goes. Wait, got come some on, sexy ladies it? in your family. Oh, was, that's wild. Oh, I thought oh. it was Pastor Wilson. I was about to oh no, 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 they oh. talked about that on another episode. Oh okay, yeah, about the second Pastor Wilson, a freak ball. <laughs> <laughs> this is what pa- this- Pastor Wilson. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! I, no relation. No relation. Oh, for y'all that don't know, my last name is Wilson. That's why we're making this joke. <laughs> so, that's, so that's what they do in the church now. I haven't been in like. But must have just start coming about, back, boy. Tell me, me, did you ever see the video itself? Where it's just like, look at Pastor Wilson doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yo, yo, that was crazy. <laughs> nah, I saw, I saw that, and I saw the he and he rebuked it. He was like. I'm a man of the cloth, but I also a man that enjoys the female body. I like, and I enjoy the eating one? pussy. I was like, wow. I feel like I saw that, but I didn't know if that was actually him or not. Nah, that was him. That was him for real? Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I saw the story. And the whole thing was like, bro, that wasn't his wife, though. That's what the real problem was, if we being yeah, honest. That, yeah, and like Corinthia or some shit. That's I, I, I think I think doesn't that just happen in like the churches? I feel like that's just like one of those not accepted Shit, things, I'm but like something that. that just happens all the time where it's like, yeah, the pastor, he has the pastor's wife, but then the pastor's also, you know, doing stuff on the side with some pe- women from the congregation, like Sister Ezra. Sister Ezra? Sister Clarence. Oh, no. You know, Free Bulls. Sister Beth. Mm. All right. All right. Right. Sister um, Laverne. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going a little. T- um, let's see what else happened in episode nine before we. That's what this one. Aqua was trying to tell everybody that she was a goddess. And oh yeah, like, and it was like, nah, bullshit. Oh, also, like, also, the, um, you got a, you got another, you got a, a couple more <laughs> foreshadowing where you see, um, you see the dude at the docks, and he just keeps going soap detergent, soap detergent, soap detergent, and they're just like, yo, what the? And, and no, and, and, and they make him just swallow, swallow. <laughs> It's like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, no, nah, that whole shit was funny. Um, uh, and yeah, Masa Aqua was really off the shit. She deadass was like, "Yo," she went, "The town's being poisoned, and this isn't just because I can't use the baths, and I don't want anyone else to use the baths. Like, it, that's not it." Yeah, she was just like the way she just she be blowing up her own spot, basically. Oh, also, <laughs> I forgot um, at the beginning of this episode too. Loki hilarious scene was when they were like, oh, by the way, your Axis cult friend is outside being stoned by the children. Oh, it was stoned. <laughs> like, what? Did they just show her? Just the little kids just... Bro, oh, man. Really getting stoned out there. <laughs> Yo, so Bro, this shit was hilarious. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Aqua and some dumb shit, and then totally backfires, and the episode ends with um the whole town coming outside the inn. 
ready to be like, yo, you out here claiming you the goddess when you're out here just ruining all the hot springs. Um, and then we go into uh, episode 10, which was episode 10 had everything you could want in the anime, low key. Nah, dead ass. This, shit, this episode was actually great. Like, it wasn't just like a funny, like, all the episodes have been entertaining, but this wasn't just like a funny, entertaining episode. This had the action, this had some drama, this had the comedy as usual. Like, this is dope. Basically, everybody in the party was like, all right, we got to get to this um, where we can fix the, the water. We the water. Yeah. yeah, right. It basically got to be purified because it was like the, it was turned into just regular hot water or some shit like that. And so, like, they're at the gate. No, no, it was being poisoned. Oh, the, oh, oh, yes, yes. It was it was being poisoned, right? And they were trying to figure out how it was poisoned. Um, and basically, they were, they were at the gate and shit, and they wasn't really trying to let them in. Like at all until they was like, "Yo, darkness! Like, yo, talk to your people real quick. Yeah, them, like, who, you, who you are? The La Latina, dust of the dustiness clan and shit. Basically, they finessed their way inside that joint, and then they ran into the dude from earlier, the same dude that that they had saw that they had saw, yeah. saw at the at the docks. And it turns out that he's working for the Devil King Army. Oh, what a surprise! So yeah, so then basically they got into this epic ass fight. And yeah, it was pretty dope. And it was sad because you know, the this dude he had eaten the overseer for that was uh, the overseer for the um for the for, for the, the hot for, for the hot springs and shit. And you see that Wiz, yo, first off, Wiz bro, pulled up on some shit. Fire, like, Wiz is, oh, bro. Also, before we really, uh, I'm not much finished, but also the fact that they've just shown Wiz being so close to death. Are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Should they come back like, oh, I saw my friends from my old party when I was an adventurer, like across the river. Like, but um, yeah, bro. Wiz turned up. OD. And then she really froze Sun real quick and was like, oh, like, yeah, like you you out here attacking innocent people. Yeah, we not letting that slide over here. And then what what his name was uh Hans. 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 Yeah. And then Hans. Yo, my son was getting tight. Yeah, my man's went full full out. Third evolution, third evolution Pokemon, and he was and he started bugging, throwing throwing that poison shit everywhere, and then Aqua ran. Like Aqua was trying to be on some heroic shit. I, I, I you know, Aqua. She showed she had some redeeming qualities. Yeah, 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 exactly. She de- definitely did because she was trying to like, you know, she was trying to repurify the water and shit because you know she she is a goddess over the over this town, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was like, all right, let me uh. Let me get right. And then the townspeople come through and they see that. Well, actually, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. They actually ran away first and then they came back. And that was mm-hmm. like the fun. That was like the funny part of the episode. They, they, the, the fact that they like dipped out. But then when they came back, um, that's when Aqua starts to like repurify the water and all, and, and all of that. But then the, the, the Axis people come back and see that, oh, Aqua actually is the goddess that she was, that she was proclaiming to be. <laughs> and then we get into this epic ass fight scene between Cosma, Co- Wiz, Megamine, and uh, and Hans. And I just want to say that Cosma, yo, he really is a genius because the way it's either that or he just plays a lot of video games because he I knows think he's smart and he has that heroic quality. Where he was like, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. This is like, or this is a fantasy world. So I'm gonna just enjoy this shit too. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna try and be a hero. What happens, happens. Right, it is. It is just very funny because like the way that they just set it up is like, all right, like 
like Cosmic, can you just think about something like clever that you always do? And uh-huh. then that's exactly what he did. Is yeah. he came he came up with some with, with some clever shit. So he realized that the dude's body wasn't digested digested fully. So he was like, All right, well, if I use myself as a decoy, he pulled an OD Subaru and Use himself, use himself as a decoy. He's like, I could kind of set everybody else up for for success, which is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I think is crazy that um I just realized and I was thinking about it. Like obviously similarities with Rezero on a little bit with that, but um the difference is like Kazuma wasn't worried about dying as much as Subaru was, and the difference with is that Subaru knew he had to do everything over. So I feel like because he had to do everything over, he would be upset about it. But like Cosmo Loki wasn't sure if he was gonna be able to come back every time. You know what I mean? And it was like Cosmo was like, like for example, if he got digested fully, you know, I wouldn't be able to come back. Cosmo's dead. Like, well, it is what it is. I'm gonna just get reincarnated. Right. Like, um, yeah, but, but I think they're both smart in that way because I think when Subaru yeah. found out that he could come back, he he used the rebirth the. The, the rebirth I feel like when he accepted to his advantage yeah like he started tactically saying like okay i'm gonna die at this point so that i can have this advantage or i'll know this about this creature mm-hmm. whereas you know cosmo is like okay i died twice already i don't want to do this again because i don't know how many more respawns i got so we're gonna go about this amicably and we're gonna figure this out step by step yep yeah. no nah, the whole fight seems fun um i think a couple of like the really funny moments was um when they were like, Hans, what do you think? Like, you're, we're not stupid. And he was like, y'all really just going to say my name like that. Like, I'm not a problem. And then, like you said, when they ran away, it was when they found out he was actually, they were like, yo, what do you mean slimes are weak? Like, they're like one of the strongest creatures, like all this <laughs> shit. And he was like, oh, yeah. Well, then. Cosmo was like, oh, shit. I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. No. Wait, how about when they kept emphasizing his name on? Like, you're not yeah, that's what I was talking this. about. Oh, Hans. Yeah, oh, Hans. And he was like, he was like, oh, another one, huh? Oh, well, just, just gonna use my name. All right then. Like you making the block hot? You using my government? That's crazy. Facts. That's why he was like, he was like, you guys just said my normal name and not my title. Like we're cool like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, it ended nice though. Um, it was funny because they basically got kicked out of the town. They were like, wow, this is a dumbass trip. We didn't really do anything. Um. Where it's like they took down another Devil King leader that now they've low key taken out three leaders in the Devil King's army, um, quietly, right? Oh, also when Aqua was getting the extra power from the followers reciting her like, like whatever wisdom, whatever she's imparted, those sayings were fucking hilarious, bro. She only had one redeeming one out of the whole shit, and it was the one the old woman said. But they were dead. Like running away is still considered winning. Honestly, do whatever you feel like in the moment and don't really think about what's going to happen after because you don't know what's going to happen after. Yeah, I was like reading the subtitles. I'm like, what the fuck is... Bro, that shit was mad funny. It was like, honestly, do whatever works out for you even though it might not for everyone else. It was like, yo, what kind of like wisdom have you been trying to impart on your followers? This is why everyone hates them. Like, that shit was really jokes. That and then the fact that after she did all that shit, she purified all the water in the town till she got kicked out. Oh man, that joke was crazy. I'm gonna miss going to Super because it was a nice little light refresher. Yep. Yeah. Um, it definitely did its job, and uh, let's do it. I mean, we did it for the last one. You guys, let's 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 pull one out for uh 
couple things. I'll uh, I, I want to pull pull one out for um, Kazuma's um, not getting any pwn. Oh yeah, he ain't getting. But ain't at the same pwn. time, it's it's a couple things. Also, I know he's definitely going back to the Succubi Club, like he had to, because he'd be having hella coupons for that shit. But um, I'd be there every single day. I, listen, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. Y'all nasty. I you never said that. You do it too. You're right, but y'all still <laughs> nasty. Especially, yeah. especially from the fact that he's going to be rich stuff to the uh, the mask guy because he gave him the option of, oh, I can give you a million, uh, basically a million dollars a month, or I can just give you up front three hundred million. Honestly, what he should do is hold on to the intellectual property, but that's neither here nor there. A million a month mm-hmm. is fine, and then he could just flip it. But um, at the end of the day, the succubi don't charge. They don't charge money though. They just but, charge uh, the, the mana, right? Yeah, the yeah. vitality. And that's Which fine. is, I mean, it's like... Yeah, yeah. you get that shit back. Right? <laughs> you, get that, you get that shit right back. In fact, but um, <laughs> that him just being around all of them and going like, damn, like these are really good. Also, like just him not being able to grow the relationship with darkness. Part of the reason is because he knows how fucking crazy they all are. Um, So I say... Pulling out a lot of sexual tension. Facts and poor went out to Wiz for being the realist, but just getting caught in terrible situations and being bad as at business. Cool. Yeah, so bad for her. All right, what you guys got? Um, yeah, shout out Darkness, best character in the show. Um, <laughs> you know she was with the shits. Uh, it was it was it was it was just funny. I've never watched a show that had a character that was like that. Like, I've had, like, there's shows where, like, you know, women are, you know, a certain type of promiscuous way. Not like that. That was, oh, boy, that was something else. But it was <laughs> funny. It, it, every, everything about the show was funny. There's times I wanted to fight people. There's times I was like, all right, no, nah, it's okay. You need a hug. Um, I don't like Aqua. I don't think I'll ever. I think if the, there was one thing I took away from the show, I don't like Aqua. Um <laughs> There is nothing that she could have done that could redeem herself. Uh, she yeah. was just she she just sucked at what she did. Like she yeah. was supposed to be a goddess, and she sucked at it. Was only, said, if I like, could trade you in for a special power, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat, and he's not wrong. Yeah, there's probably one or two instances where she's, you know, useful throughout the two seasons, but a lot of stuff is is caused because of her. Like mm-hmm. they were going to the cave. The, the monsters kept chasing after them because of her. When they're on the caravan, you know, going to the to Hot Spring City, the zombies appear. Why? Because <laughs> of her. But it's just. But then Almost she killed she, Wiz again. Yeah. Then she fixes it and she's like, "See, I'm doing something right. No, this is all your fault. You're literally just <laughs> fixing a wrong you did. You should have been in this position in the first place." Uh, I like Mega Meme. Mega Meme is is funny. Um, that's the homie right there. Um. <laughs> Urge J. Kelly. Lolly Khan. I said that's the homie. Damn. Yeah, Lolly Khan. All right. Oh, so now so now people don't have so y'all don't have a friend, a female friend that's younger than you? All right, cool. No, that's oh, fine. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm trying to emphasize the fact that your 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 nickname is Pen Lolly Khan. Don't my back, nickname don't back out on it now. Every first of all, my nickname is just a friend, JT. Now you I get were to level thirty four. You, you I, upgraded since we started. You leveled up. That's a fact, bro. You I can't. If I, the Blastoise real quick. Not gonna lie. 
I am Senior Lollicon at this point. Senor with the extra, Lollicon. with the, with the contilde on the end. Um, that's what it's called, a contilde. I never knew that's what else it's called. See wow. that? You learn something yeah, new every, every day. day. And the more you know, GI Joe. All right. All right. Um, anyways. All right. But yeah, that's it for me. All right. What you got, Moss? All right. Cool. So who did I like? Yo, Megamine, bro. Explosion. I'm I'm a, I'm a fiend for some explosion magic. <laughs> yeah, that joint was crazy. You gotta make that shit. Uh, whenever you get a text. Yeah. That, nah. No funny. Explosion. <laughs> and then every time she does it, she always got the little rant that goes along with it too. She be like, Oh, like the dark priest and the something something. <laughs> and she always the like ends of the universe. Yeah, facts. <laughs> and she's a real one because they be like, Yo, are you ever gonna learn anything else than than um than explosion magic? She's like, Nope. He's like, But you really nope. Like she, she's mad. She's mad. You don't want to be useful. Nope. And then she was tight. She was like, "Come on, I'm useless in a dungeon. So learn some other fucking magic." Right. Crazy. Um, who I didn't like. I'm agree with Justin. Aqua, Aqua was just mad annoying the entire. Aqua time. trash. She was just like, yo, like she would just be useless. She would be the cause of most of the problems. Like if it was in real, real life, like she would have been got dropped from the party. No funny <laughs> shit. But, um, and it, it, it's funny with her, and what's funny is like their her her interactions with uh, Kazuma because he be like he really be joking around and she be getting so so upset based off of the things that he be saying. So, in fact, she's dead a child. Yeah, but yeah. Also, shout out to the cat. Oh, Chibusuke. Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with the cat. Cat's mad cute. If only cats were cute like that in real life, otherwise I would own one. But anyway, yeah. like the cat that ran on the field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black hat. Black magic. Shit crazy. Oh, but yeah, that's about all I got. All right. That's yeah. That was a good. Um. Man, that shit's just mad fun to watch. Everyone should watch that shit. Yeah. Um. You gotta have a good sense of humor though. But uh. Also, like, again, like the they had way more reaction faces like towards the end, like when um when they first talked about being a goddess, and then he goes, "Yo, I told him that I was a goddess," in the face that the the overseer made. He's just like, <laughs> okay, um, that's it. But yeah, and also uh, that last fight with Hans, and Hans being a slime monster, it's a great transition because now the next series we're going to be doing. Um, I don't want to kill this genre, but I do want to have one more for right now, just to kind of give a good balance. We had the super intense, super serious. We had super lighthearted, funny and entertaining, and now we're gonna have one that has a good balance of both. Um, this will be good, and then uh, next year season two is supposed to be coming out. So we're doing the time that time I got reincarnated as a slime. That's gonna be the anime we're doing starting next week, episodes one through three. So for next week, we're starting that time we got reincarnated as a slime again. Episodes one through three, watch those, follow along with us. I hope you enjoyed Konosuba. Yeah, I feel like that's all we got for you guys. And uh, this episode should be dropping on my birthday. So to you guys listening, if y'all want to give me a birthday gift, go put a friend on, go share it. That, that That's pretty much it. Go 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 tell somebody. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Facts. Go tell someone you love or someone you don't love so they'll be entertained and not bothering you for periods of time. But um, yeah. I'm not gonna say it's my Jordan year, it's my LeBron year. Wow. Um maybe I should I do know. trash players that were twenty-three. Oh my god. That's crazy. It's your Corey Webster year. <laughs>
that's gonna be my caption on my birthday. <laughs> Who's the worst basketball player to wear number twenty three? Let's see. Yeah. Let's yeah, let's let's figure it out. All right. In the meantime, you guys could uh <laughs> can uh say oh, that's right. Follow Saratobi Sports up everywhere. Um I did have some of the YouTube uploaded. Um I'm gonna be better on that except for this weekend I will be away. So again, I'll try and get that out as soon as you can. I know I've been slacking a little bit, I've been kind of busy, but um they're still gonna be up. So follow along for people who uh if you especially if you want to have them watch new shows as well, um, new animes and all that stuff, definitely it's easy to share those clips around. Uh guys. All right, um well, quick update on my life. My social media break is probably going to extend until the new year. But once January 1st comes around, I got y'all. But y'all will still see um, everything being posted on my social media. Um, shout out my boy, John. And <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's about that. I'm trying to rebrand my life right now. Oh, my God. I got it. This is about to be my um, my Byron Mullins year. Oh man, that's or so actually I could do I could do um did you I could do Tony Douglas. Oh yeah, you could do Tony Douglas. Oh from the Knicks. Oh <laughs> my god. Yo yeah. It's just Tony Douglas here. That's so Tony Douglas here. <laughs> that's lit. Only real basketball fans gonna get that. Oh man, that'll be great. You know, you already know the vibes. You can follow me on the Instagrams. Sorry, the Twitters. Um J underscore Thomas underscore 24 you know what it is why i get mixed up is because underscore and 24 sound similar so i keep thinking i'm saying 24 earlier than i am but uh that's a me thing that i have to work out uh internally uh but we'll get that <laughs> right and also um tip your local sucky buy <laughs> that's all i got for you you got you got so much damn leg majestic <laughs> 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 every day, every day, I, I I wake up and I see either a good morning text or I send a good morning text, and I'm just like, "How the hell do I have a significant other?" This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>